as he says, Oop, shoot. Mm-hmm. I uh, my cue is a little early. Hey, uh, what time is it? Nine oh five, nine ten. Up casually late. Yeah. Why well, do we need to work on that someday? One of these days. Hi, it's uh, Coffee with Curmudgeons. Uh, if you're if you're on, if you're one of the uh, the bots that are listening on the uh, audio stream right now. <laughs> good morning, bots. Good morning, bots. And good morning to. I don't have a funny again today. I could call him my co-host, Harvey, but that wouldn't be funny. Uh-huh. No, it's Jason Allen. Hi! Oh, God! I'm right in your face. Good morning! Would you like some coffee? How about a scone? How about some peanuts and some beer? Right. What, Holy what, cow. Hey, I got my uh, Proud to be a Duck t-shirt on. Dude, those colors? Yeah, here's, here's uh, folks. Here's what we're really looking at right there. Right. Hi there, everybody. God, you know this this camera is this camera's not angled right. Mm. Uh, we could call this the uh, Adam West Batman. In the deep in the. We could be climbing up the walls with the rope, you know, uh-huh. and have celebrities, you know, go oh. out, come out the window and say, wow, it's the curmudgeons. Oh, hey, guy, you know what? Go up to YouTube. Yeah. And Google search on that, yeah. and they've got a whole. I think I sent it to a you. A whole once. list of like a, a ten or twelve yeah. minute long of all the celeb climbing up the wall things. Right. My favorite, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, of course, it's Sam. Mr. Bojangles himself. I mean, he's man. like, he's like, yeah, me and Frank are practicing back here. I gotta go. You know, it's like <laughs> Rat Pack. Thank you, Mr. Sammy Davis Jr. Come on, Bat Boy. Right. We've got to go fight some. Criminals. That's right. It's not bad, Adam West. Scaling up the wall with the rope, yeah. you know, the bat rope, of course. Was it, it is is Jack Webb one? I mean, one of us. Uh, no, the Adam Twelve guys. That would be great. I think at least somebody from from the old mm. uh, the old thing. It, you know, it's mm-hmm. like Sergeant Joe Friday. Funny meeting another crime stopper here. See, he would come out with something totally. Uh, like he out pops the window. Here he comes up. You know he's yeah. risen. What you doing, youngsters? Yeah, yeah. You know. Look at that. So Lady Liberty on a Friday. On a Friday. Yeah. Well, we this show promises. I don't know. Hang in there. <laughs> this show promises. I don't well, know. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. It is. B. We had a top notch, one hundred percent, grade A. Mm. Number one USDA choice yeah. show on Monday. You did, I would say we did. That was a fantastic. We did. We, we had, had a, we had a guest in studio. Yeah, in studio guest Shauna. Shauna Schaffer. Yeah, and uh, and and she was she was wonderful, and I, that was a fun fun show. She read your aura. I, she read my. I wanted aura. to ask you, but I didn't. I got home and I said to myself, I forgot to ask him the all-important question. Mm-hmm. The all-important question was, when she was reading your aura, mm-hmm. did you feel violated? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just a skosh. I mean, I, I didn't... Yeah. Um, by the way, not that any, that you care, but if, <laughs> if, if, if you want to join in the fun, yeah. we never promote this, but look... We have Ooh. a call us now phone number. Did you know that? Like we, it actually yeah. works right here. In fact, right. I'll turn it on just in okay. case you call. Call me. Call me. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, five zero three three nine five five zero four zero. Don't be shy. If no. you just want to call in, yell. <laughs> yeah. It, oh no, that was uh, last week. Uh, don't don't yeah. don't call in and yell. Call, call in and yell on Wednesdays. You can yeah. just scream, scream abuse. Three nine five. 
50, 40. We yeah. need to get like a little jingle lady to do that. Yeah. 503 395 50 40. Yeah. That's right. Just, nah, don't yell at Jason. Just don't call him. I yeah. already got yelled at this week on the phone. Did you? That's not cool. Yeah, well, <clears throat> we won't we won't go into that. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but Shanna was great, wasn't she? She was awesome. Talking, and uh, so I, I said, how in the heck am I going to follow up Shanna, right? How, right. What am I going to do? It was great. So I, I, I reached into the bag of magic tri- uh, tricks, and I found, you know, an author. Uh, a candlestick maker. A candlestick a- maker, a baker. <laughs> An earthquake. Uh, what is that? Yeah. Tinker spy, you know, yeah, soldier. Tinker, yeah. Tinker, um, tinker spy soldier. Something, something. So, yeah. But no, Ed, De- author, local author, Ed DeVito. Oh, really? He's going to be calling. And of course, you know. Oh, uh, what's he right? He is the author of uh, a series of books, The Woodstock uh, Paradox and The Woodstock Paradigm. Busily oh, novels? Uh, novels. And he's novels. A busily engaged knocking out the third as we speak. All right. And uh, the one thing I love about Ed mm-hmm. is, I mean, he was there at all the crux moments in in, uh, in, in late 20th century history. This guy was, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. He was down Haight-Ashbury, San Francisco in the nice. 60s. I mean, we, we don't know. Was he at Woodstock? We don't know. We'll find out Monday. All right. And he, he just, he's an all-around good egg. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, Ed. Um, Kind of Ken Kesey, Merrymaker kind of oh, a thing. That's yeah, kind of our... Most definitely. You know, I feel yes. like I'm not sitting up. Everyone's slouching on this show. You know, now that we've done the show for yeah. a few months... Uh, uh, a few moons? Everyone's slouching. Well, it's Friday. It's a slouch day. And Monday, we're all, we're all you know, Jeez. ready to go. And then by Friday, I'm like this. One elbow on the desk, and I'm I just, know. you know, come shuffling. And Batman cam. Right. Meanwhile, in the... Look at how... I gotta I gotta adjust that. I mean, it's just a... It's just an extra camera that we're trying to throw in. <laughs> and, of course, so you can see Jason's oh, Friday legs. My legs. Uh, yeah, I didn't shave for this. Dude, it's been all summer. Look at how look at how white those legs are. I know. Oh, man. And just... Yeah, Meanwhile, in the Batcave, Batman and Albert are wearing shorts. That's right. See, that's why my gig is a, <laughs> Albert, a, is a, a, a break-in cat burglar went awry. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, I would go on these. I would go on these jobs, these capers, if you will, and I'd be wearing shorts, and my legs would be glowing in the dark. And it's just, I'm kidding. But uh, speaking, speaking of, speaking of cat burglaring, capering, capering. Yeah. So we've had a, there's there's actually lots of news. Okay. As you know. Yeah. And it's for I think for one mm. once, uh, maybe Trump isn't exactly front and center of the news no it's got to get under skin yeah he, he's getting beat out of the uh uh news. who is this harvey guy <laughs> i don't care i am not going second place to irma yeah exactly you know irma has no energy uh, <laughs> she's a cat five storm wouldn't sir. that be great if he like gave the yeah. the, the, the storm yeah. like you know there was a uh, low energy jeb and and little mm-hmm. marco oh that would be great if he got angry and just gave the storm a nickname yeah yeah you know i don't, I don't know so i was watching uh late i was working finally getting caught up on just some paperwork that i really had to do and uh i know so i was up late actually yeah. but i got everything ready yeah because I like coming in here and drinking my coffee. The cup of Joe. Yeah, where, this, this, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a stage prop. Mm, no. 
my new mug. That's right. Um, but anyway, um, so I, I, yeah, I was up. And then I was like, well, I want to check in with the news because there's just a lot of news, a lot of Mother Nature happening. Really, the, the news, I would say the top news uh, today or this week has been Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we had the DACA thing, which you talked about on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mother Nature mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, uh, maybe mother democrat party or something i don't know right um but mainly it's mother nature so we we have had the houston thing that was harvey right harvey Mm -hmm. now we got irma irma and so i was watching that last night cnn they were still live uh so that thing hit like the bahamas and it's in cuba right now i think yeah i was gonna check in on that yeah it 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 went through a whole chain of islands it It was like category five category five plus oh man they don't have a category six but it 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 made them ponder that maybe they should yeah Uh, institute 185 there is no category six nope yeah, and, and then this is oh, Hurricane. According uh, to New York Times headline right now is Hurricane Irma live updates in quotes way bigger than Andrew, Florida Governor warns. Yeah, they, they said that wow. it had the pack of the punch that Andrew has, except literally Irma yeah. is twice the size of Andrew. And uh, the way uh, the U.S. model and the Euro model is shaping up. Yeah. Uh, it's going to literally kind of bounce off the tip of Cuba, head straight north, literally right right in the middle of the state. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so the and, trajectory, uh, I don't know if I can pull yeah. it up here. Yeah, not pretty, man. Um, first of all, if you look at the satellite, the thing's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's just like sort of like covers the, bah- the Bermuda, Bahamas. It's going to hit kind of a tip of Cuba, and then it's going to run straight into... As it sort of moves north straight into Florida, Miami, and all that. That's right. trajectory. Now, it, now it loses. They all lose a little power as they go up, but this one's. Uh, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll lose a little. But they're, they were saying category four. Maybe they were speculating when it hits Florida, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not a hurricane expert, but it looks bad. So we have that. So we had the Houston. Had the Houston. Which they're still cleaning. I mean, the flooding and all of that. That same same thing, kind of like New Orleans. We got Irma coming up. And I was curious about, well, is this thing going to hit in landfall in the U.S., my, uh, you know, Florida? They said it's it's tomorrow. Yeah. It's hitting tomorrow. Like, yeah. Maybe early in the morning or something like that, I want to say. Yeah. They or originally thought it was going to hit... Like mid morning weather service. That's right. I'm Chip. Yeah. Um, no, they thought it was going to hit mid morning. Then they upped it to like four or five in the morning. Mm. Yeah, it, it picked so up a little steam. So it'll be our overnight. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Yeah. Then at the same time last night, as I'm watching this and typing in my Microsoft Word and my Excel. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do. Spreadsheets. Uh, so as soon as I was doing that, then breaking news, earthquake, Mexico, 8.2. Now, what the deal is, is the earthquake was off the coast of Mexico. Yeah, Mexico, I think uh, near the border of what, Guatemala? Yes, Guatemala. So we're kind yeah. of Guatemala and Mexico, like the, the southernmost tip of Mexico. Yeah. Uh, but 8.2. And it, it, it's right there where the plates, continental plates in the ocean, 
go underneath yeah. it. So obviously, Mother Nature is angry today. Well, here's the deal. Just... Here's the deal. Hurricanes, mm-hmm. earthquakes, and we haven't even talked about the fire yet. Yeah. And also something else that uh, people may or may not know. Uh, solar bursts, yeah. solar flare. Yeah. yeah, that's always interesting because there is, and I don't know how wacky this is, and I, I bring it up because I don't think it's necessarily wacky. I, I've read a few things about this. Um, I think it's inconclusive, but it's something that there are a few people of the science persuasion that are looking into this. Yeah, tracking the massive sunspot activity and these coronas and flares that basically this they, they shoot a flare out. Earthway. It depends on if it hits Earth or not. Usually the impact is uh, communication. This one affected communication, yeah. like satellites and things like that. GPS goes down for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can affect, if it's bad enough, it can affect other radio communications and your devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, things go a little wacky. But they've talked about this kind of activity, sunspot activity, and this activity with the sun. Yeah. And the weather, hurricanes, but also earthquakes. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that's something. I don't there. Yeah, I don't know. I, that is very interesting. Uh, just I, I saw this uh, thermal image last night that kind of, well, it kind of took my breath away a little bit because I'd never seen something like it before. They took in this uh, thermal image, mm-hmm. and literally the whole Atlantic was filled with like three hurricanes. You know, one, one, one. And I, I, yes, I, yes. I saw that and I was like, holy. Cr- Holy crud, Batman. And, uh, I'm trying to find a better map here of what this thing looks like. Yeah. And ju- just, the w- just the way... Uh, <laughs> this is fun, folks. Yeah, happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, this one you can't really see very well. Sorry. But you you know <laughs> it's getting bad. I mean, truly horrific of almost biblical proportions when, when literally the evacuation order is just two words, get out. Right. <laughs> Go west, young man, because uh, uh, South really Florida. See that, but it's a that's a monster. That's from space, um, and that's a time lapse from from space. There, you know what that reminds so. me of the big uh, the big storm that's on uh, was it Jupiter? Mm-hmm. Or, yes, the great spot. Well, there's several storms. The red storm or whatever they call the it. big one. Yeah, the big the one. That's, big what, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, uh, th- that that one. Yeah. The difference there in scale, Jason, is that red spot storm is like several Earth size large, the entire Earth. I just, I just said it looks like it. You know, there's a a, Devin. You talked about it. Just probes. You know, there's been probes around Jupiter and Saturn, Mm. taking pictures and imaging all the stuff. And you know, it's just a storm swirl of chemicals, same as. Saturn. There's some wild stuff on Saturn. There's like a hexagon at the pole of Saturn, mm. like almost a perfect hexagon. Like, why would you have a round thing in that hexagon? They say it has something to do with the, the a- magnetics a- and the poles. A- well, a- I didn't say that. No, I didn't. I said a phenomenon. 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 Yeah. No. Aliens. Yeah. We need the GIF. Aliens. Aliens. It's aliens. Uh, So, yeah. So, there's that. And then there's Mexico. And, and again, Mm. like I said, it hit off the coast where the plates are, but it's such a big earthquake that it 
shook the inland. Yeah. Um, I, they sent 32 people. Yeah, they said it, uh, that it actually started setting off. It was such a big hurricane, it started setting off the seismic meters a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that's like, yeah, that's the hurricane. Yeah, right? that's, that's in, a, in addition that's a, to the in addition to, to the, the fire. Earthquake, um, oh, and the fires. Let's talk about the gorge fires, man. Yes. Well, and I was the, just going to say, too, uh, I, I was curious because I noticed it was close to Guatemala. I may have a hmm. on-the-ground quote. Ooh. Find out what's going on in Guatemala. Maybe by Monday we'll see. Yeah. Maybe. I'm going to ask someone who's from around there probably would know the news so that's i I mean we hear about mexico but i we have no clue if guatemala has been affected by that yeah if you see see it on the map you're like hey (laughs) they're it's pretty much together there yeah i i do know that since it was in the night uh that it happened uh they were talking to uh people down in in mexico and they said that they were uh almost scared for daylight to go in there and start photographing to see what they're going to (laughs) find Yeah, I, well, that would be you know, 8.2. Oh, my gosh. That would be now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. Happy Friday, everybody. I know. It's, it's kind of a depressing way to, to start. Um, we, we come in, we start as, uh, we, we start mm-hmm. as Tigger, and we end as Eeyore. Mm-hmm. You know? Have a good Friday, everybody. Yeah. I, I, uh, and so the big local news here is the tragic Eagle Eagle Creek yeah. fire. Yeah. And we're talking tragic. Um, And I've been, you know, I've been looking for updates on that one. And, uh, yeah, I watched one of the news reports. But I think it's kind of been like, what's going on? What's going on? People are firefighting it. That's been the answer all week. Right. There's a fire. People are, and it's like, well, what's, is it spreading? Yeah. Or we're containing it. We saved the lodge. That was a big thing. The Multnomah Falls Lodge. They, a whole bunch of firefighters went up there. Did a whole bunch of stuff so that the lodge wouldn't burn down. Right. Um, up by Multnomah Falls. People, uh, this this is your Eeyore. This is your depressing thing. People in um, here are very sad and depressed, and rightly so. Mm-hmm. Um, I came upon and, um, and uh, retweeted uh, Cheryl Strayed. Yes. The author of Wild. Yeah. Um, she wrote a post on Facebook, um, that was very, very poignant. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and she's a writer. Guess, guess <laughs> what? She's a writer. <laughs> she can write, you know, but it was very, you know, uh, it, it, she, she articulated what we were feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to, uh, yeah. to find it here, of course, because, uh, you know. Yeah. How can I find anything in the morning? This isn't like uh, y- <laughs> you do need an intern, right? Right. I mean, even with this computer, and I can click, click, click. Uh, what I'm looking for. Um, here it is, right here. Yeah, I sent it out as this is a. I should should have news boxes. This is a must read from Cheryl Strayed, author of Wild. She wrote Wild, which mm-hmm. is a kind of a autobiographical. I want to say kind of novel, but maybe I don't know if she's like autobiographical novel or by. I should know that. Yeah, we actually went downtown and filmed an interview with her at one point. Nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. the New York, for the New York Times of all people. Nice. So I should know that. Yeah, because they were showing the stuff and they were interviewing her about Wild and. Did all you say? Did you walk up with that with the fedora with the little press it picket was, on and say, "Doc Normal, the Times"? It was an event. Ooh. In a 
place with like 500 people in there. Oh, I thought maybe you went in like old school pinstripe suit, like cigar. That auditorium, 500 people. It's like, can you bring cameras in here and film this? And then send the footage to the New York Times so that they can edit it and put it on the whatever. It wasn't the it was some of it was a New York Times thing. Was it like the know, magazine or something? It or something. Yeah, maybe? yeah, something like yeah. that. It was something like that. I don't know. They just call me and I go, okay. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll put. I mean, let's let's uh, do this here. Of course, it's not going to come up on my computer, but. Um, just play the Jeopardy theme, and that would be Doc Normal using a computer. No, I, my wife is really in. I mean, she she could be a meteorologist. All right, I, really? th- I think she should have. She still should. She should go back and become a meteorologist. Uh, and uh, as I guess, as of this morning, um, it was, it's only it's still only like seven percent contained. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. what I'm trying to figure out. It's been difficult to find out because I did watch a news report that was like the 11 o'clock news or the 5 o'clock news or whatever yeah. to catch up. You know, I'm like doing it's like, I got to do something. What's going on in the news, right? Because uh, you're so bored, you know. Oh, Microsoft Word. <laughs> I'm, you know, mm. <clears throat> I'm doing my best Vivian from the young ones. Bored, 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 bored. Cricket bat. Right. Smashing around the kitchen Bad. um so uh so i watched uh, a news and you know it's kind of hard to sift through what's going on because first of all i-84 is closed a lot so yeah. it's pretty much closed and but i did watch uh, some reporters actually got to go in a caravan thing mm. to go to i-84 which was closed with the mm-hmm. odot people O-dot. and and it was it's pretty bad out there basically here's the problem with i-84 after the forest fire yeah even though there's no fire there and hey you could they have to clean up the debris that's yeah. number one and it's a major highway it's internet state 84 like yeah. we're talking 60 miles an hour trucks i mean it's a major commerce it's our right. it's our east-west hub really right well, um, if they also if the fire is close enough where it shuts you know the road down uh, not only do you get clean up, but I mean you got to have what what you know what effects happen to the road under such extreme heat. Right. Well, that you that's know. what they were showing. The guy from ODOT, which is um, spokesperson, yeah, he was an old news guy too. You know how they have the spokespeople for companies and stuff, and it's like, oh, that guy. They used broke to be out on, the grizzled veteran. Yeah, they always well, they always get those jobs. Yeah. Because you know the news business is tough, and they lay you off and whatever, and then you get. I'm here in the gorge. Yeah. So anyway, they had the guy. And the deal is, is the rocks fall on the highway. Yeah. And it's either because of the heat that they they end up on the highway or just the stuff gets broken up because it's been on fire. Uh, sure. But rocks, boulders and rocks on the highway. And the guy's like holding a like a lava type rock and he goes, see, <laughs> this is this is laying on the highway. And he's like, you know, it may look small, but it's 60 miles an hour going down the freeway. You don't want to run no. over this. So no. they have to make sure like the rocks and the stuff isn't falling on the freeway. And the, yeah. they have rock slides on I-84. I mean, they maintain yeah. it. They, that's one of the things the the transportation does. But, but, but you know, on a lot of Oregon highways. But slides are yeah are a real deal. I mean, when you drive through there, it's beautiful. When you get 
toward the Dalles, you just have these rock cliffs, you know, as you're yeah. getting out of Hood River. Or... But they're also pretty <clears throat> proactive about that stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of work. Yeah. And so the outcome, the outcome of that, what I gathered from that, was don't hold your breath in the next couple of days to open up I-84. And that's a huge deal. Right. So the divert, they have to divert. Because we, if you... SR-22, I believe. They bounce people up to Is SR-22. that like through Pendleton or somewhere? Or the Dalles? Or up or do, up Washington yeah, way? Washington, yeah. Yeah, you, you could go, go Washington and then come over. I think yeah. that's what they have to do. But it's time. Yeah. If you drive that, it's actually a little treacherous. They've expanded it. They've yeah. made it a lot better, especially out there between uh, Hood River and the Dalles now. Right. There's actually a big whole new... You know, real freeway, but it's treacherous. There's tons of semis on that thing. Mm-hmm. They go like straight through the rock, you know, Idaho and it's major east west route. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. As, Wait, as the kids say, it's cray cray. Yeah. A couple of years ago, we drove that one all the way to Idaho. Yeah, for an event, and that was that was an eye opening experience. Yeah. Especially when you go through Hanford Nuclear chemical waste site dump of the nation and you're like Ooh. yeah or or you're you're cruising through uh, like the umatilla uh the 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 base out there you know where they store a lot of the biological stuff you see like yeah. these bu- well, bunker type Hanford, you yeah. know yeah so yeah. i don't i don't know yeah. this is kind of long i don't know it's it was actually she posted this on her instagram ah. she is cheryl strayed at instagram and also on facebook and also on Twitter at Cheryl Jed, but she's got a nice picture of Multnomah Falls there. And um, I don't know if I would write the whole thing, but I've watched with horror and heartbreak as the beautiful wilderness of the Columbia River Gorge has burned over these past several days. It's still burning, it's still expanding, still raging into the more into more beauty and life. Um, that was one day ago, and it goes on and on. And she mentions. Uh, uh, she mentions here, uh, the fire has decimated, among many other things, the trail and forest along Eagle Creek that I wrote about in the final chapter of Wild. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And Wild was, uh, you know, they made a movie of that book. Reese uh, Witherspoon. Reese, Reese, I still haven't seen it. Yeah, she didn't uh, get some couple, Oscar action, yeah, right? a couple of years ago. Yeah. They made a movie of that one. Um which usually means the book doesn't suck. Usually it's like, oh, good book. Yeah. Let's make a movie of that. Hey, let's hey. sign a contract. Unless it's Fifty Shades of Grey. Then you're like, what's that all about? <laughs> what's that about? But anyway, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a post that I think everyone who relates Oregonians, yeah. you know, they know this place. Yeah. Um, it really is relatable. It's this is not a happy go lucky message. This is just saying check check it out, read it, check it on her Twitter or her very well written, yeah. Instagram or her Facebook. <clears throat> I actually I actually put it out there on my Facebook, retweeted it and yeah. all that. Maybe we'll put that on the news box too. Sure. Um, but yeah, a lot of people I know, uh, a lot of people I know who live or grew up out there as mm. well are very sad. I've been getting messages and things like that, and I'm just like, "What? What can you say?" Yeah, I can't. There's nothing I can say. Yeah, and I, I, uh, Eagle Creek. Um, you know, we've talked about the Boy Scouts of America, Tenderloin Scouts. Be prepared. Yes, Falconers. I just say that for fun. Bear Scouts. Bear Scouts. 
Oh, no, that's something else that goes on downtown in Old Town. <laughs> Bear Scouts Night Bear Scouts. at C.C. Slaughter's. Uh, no. Uh, Who's the, the dead mother of that one? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway, why, why, did I, why did I go there? Why do I do that? It's, it's Friday, stuff? dude. Uh, now I'm like you. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm trying to make a joke and wow. it turns into something bad. And Levity, you know. to be scolded. <laughs> but if I scold you, who scolds the scolder? Ooh. There, there is a deep philosophical question. Who Watching scolds the, detectives. the scolder? Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, uh... Uh, yeah, Eagle Creek was a, a, a very popular uh, destination for the, the scouts, for our scouting organization. Hiked that trail many, many times in the falls. I think that's yeah. the one where you go through and you walk under the falls and all mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah. Um, and Multnomah Falls is a big uh, attraction for everyone. It's just off the highway, so. Right. Uh, it will grow back, and I know that people are... are Kind of don't want to hear that right now, and that's yeah. okay. They want to mourn, but it, it is really, um, you know, people all over the country are like, "This is a loss of one of the most beautiful places in yeah. the nation, if not the world." And it, it's not exaggerating. Yeah, the, you know, there's, the gorge is amazing. Yeah, and there's a couple surreal moments out of all this. I remember. Uh, at the worst of it, when the air is all smoky, you know. Oh, it was horrible. I decided in Portland. We we got. Yeah. The, the other thing to say is when this thing broke out earlier in the week. Now, I think it was Tuesday. Really, it got. It was we did kind of did the show. Was it kind of? Well, it was weird on Monday. Yeah. You know, but by Tuesday, Monday, I don't know. I, I don't remember. But uh, Portland was super smoky. Like, they they looked like there was a camp. I you looked at the horizon. It looked like there were campfires all around. Oh, yeah. And we got hit by the ash, literally ash, from the fire. That's what I was going to I was coming out of the gym, yeah. and I walk out to the, you know, head into the car. And it, it you look up at, like, it's, it's, it's pitch dark, and you look up at the uh, parking lights and whatever. And you can see, you know, almost like it's snowing. Mm-hmm. You know, little bits, and it just it it did it. You're right. It smelled like one giant campfire. Yeah, and uh, it was very surreal. You you walk in, you know, it's all smoky and everything. And I mean, man, this is miles away. Can you imagine what what it is closer on in? I I don't know, man. But yeah, it was it was just absolutely horrible. And the the ash reminded me. I haven't seen anything like that in Portland since Mount St. Helens. Yes. Now. Yeah. To be clear, Mount St. Helens, it was called volcanic ash. Mm-hmm. It is not ash. Mm. It is pumice, mm. which is very, very bad. So people were wearing the masks and stuff, just like Mount St. Helens. Yeah. People were trying to protect themselves from the smoke yeah. uh, to varying degrees of success, I guess. But because of the smokiness and the the, the ash that was actually ash from the fire from the burning imagine that like there's a forest fire like what 30 50 miles outside of portland yeah and the winds are blowing the actual ash from the burned forest into the city of portland along with the smoke that's that's kind of crazy but the same thing happened with mount st helens but Mm -hmm. mount st helens would eject a plume of of fine grain uh pumice in the air, and uh, during that time of Mount St. Helens, especially before the major eruption, Portland would get dusted from that sometimes, depending on how the winds went. And that stuff 
is real dangerous because that's like asbestos. I mean, that stuff gets stuck in your lungs. Right. So yeah. people were walking around with uh, face masks and whatnot. It's like, don't breathe that in. Yeah. Because, I remember that. You know, yeah. May 18th, 1980 was the big. Yeah, you would you dust it off on the car. People saved it to this day, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, yeah, I was, that was my big Boy Scout time. And, and uh, I was in the Rose Festival Parade that year because I was a, you know. You were an big Eagle, old, Eagle Scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was in the Rose Parade. So they had everyone got masks because wow. of that. Yeah, it was weird. Weird times. And now, I mean, 80s, that's how, 1980 was a weird, I think we had some bad ice storms that year, too. We did, yes. Like, super bad. We're talking, like, shutting down, kind of like what we had this winter. Like, it was real early 80, wasn't it? Like, in yeah. January? Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was the ice storm, yeah. And it was, uh, the uh, like, thick inches of ice on the trees. Then the trees would topple down, take out all the power and the telephone lines and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, people couldn't go to work. There's inches of ice on the... So we're back to the yeah. 1980s. We're back... Well, listen to me. The Hi, welcome to your apocalypse. Past is prologue? Yeah. Welcome to the... Sorry, to the this is... It's so much... We're trying to have some fun, but no, we're not having no. fun. It's doom and gloom. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Eagle Creek, um, sun activity... Um, <laughs> Your data has been breached once again, folks. Equifax, yeah. Equifax, one of the credit reporting. It's 140 million or something. 140 like that. million accounts breached. That's your social security and all that. Thanks, Equifax. Thank Equifax. You know, and yeah. here's the thing. Back in the day, this is part of what your government would do. Mm. They'd go, hey, we have regulations and things, and hey, banks and all these institutions. You you better put you know yeah it's it's hard it's hard now in 2017 mm -hmm. to excuse mass data breaches mm. it really is I mean there there is you can say well well here's how things and here's vulnerabilities and stuff but it's like these are multi you know these are multi million dollar billion dollar companies banks yeah. all this stuff you know uh, folks. You take the money, <laughs> you spend it on the IT security folks, right. and they're out there. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of times, though, the budget for that sort of stuff has been stripped down nah, to care. ineffectualness. They now. don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Uh, you know, there is, a, there is one piece of happy news. Oh, really? There is. There is. I'm, it's, it, you got to, you know, take it where you can find it, but it's uh, the kickoff of NFL started last night. Really? The very first game. Thursday? Thursday night was the this, season kickoff. I think I asked last. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z's not here. Yep. Um, but uh, I think I asked last week if the NFL was starting. Yep. Started, started uh, last night. First game. Well, uh, played? New, New England Patriots against oh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. It was a pretty good game. Uh, at, you know, in the first, second quarter, uh you know, New England started running away with it a little bit, mm -hmm. and uh, but the Chiefs they, they came back. It was yes, yeah, it was a good start to hopefully a good season, and uh, so football is here, folks. No, the, the Patriots we we don't like them. Well, 
I have mixed feelings about the Patriots. Isn't that Belichick and Darth Belichick? Yeah, he's stalking the sidelines, and uh, there it's it's weird that whenever uh, you see in on you know the TV, they always bring in the uh, Empire Strike Back music. Bump, bump, bump. No, I'm just they should. Darth Belichick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I'm very mixed feelings about the Patriots. I'm not a not a Patriots fan, but I gotta appreciate the. But play don't they of, don't they win by deflating balls and do. things like that? They do. They won. Of course, they won the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> you can tell. And, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm not really an NFL guy, but um, but it's news. But you can right? tell that I already have an opinion about the New England Patriots, right? Yeah. Formed by the mass media. It was yeah. like, oh, the Patriots! Oh, screw the, oh. screw the Patriots! Well, I mean, I don't know how they got away with deflating balls. Yeah, how, how do you? I mean, how do you do that, right? Right. Well, yeah, that's like like the other team. Like, here, quick, give me the basketball. Yep. Okay, bring it in. Here comes LeBron. Hey, what's going on, man? What's wrong with this baseball? You know what I mean? Basketball. That was well, nice. Yeah. But you know what Cross I'm saying? Sports how, do you, reference, how do you play a sport like that? Well, yeah, and the, the whole hypocritical stance that I mean, too, I they, guess with hockey, you're okay unless someone's got a power drill in the back. <laughs> yeah, they're deflating the puck. <laughs> you know, the hockey yeah. people are okay. But ser- seriously, yeah. I've never heard about that in a sport. You know, no. baseball, no. But I've never heard about this in a sport that uses an inflatable ball. I may have never heard about that in soccer. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's happened. Well, the... the, the uh, <laughs> deflating... Yeah, the the physics behind that is is uh, in a colder atmosphere when the playoffs, the Super Bowl, obviously it's cold out there. Yes, and uh, molecules. It, slightly slightly deflating the ball uh, gives the get me, me, means you have a better grip on the ball. Mm-hmm. You can get your fingers dug into it and and therefore have hopefully better accuracy. What I what I really found hypocritical about it is you know since Tom Brady is the golden boy of the NFL, all he got all he got was suspended for four games. Now who's he married to? Giselle. Giselle. That's yes. right. Ugh, I hate him already. And you know he played. <laughs> no, he played not bad last I night. Hate him. And Good. a lot of people forget he's forty years old. Yeah, well, the quarterbacks, and, the Q, know, a good QB can kind of... Yeah, they can last 37, last. 38, but 40. Yeah, it's getting know, up there, yeah. like any athlete. But uh, what are the oldest quarterbacks? Oh. Like the ones who, who lasted... Wow. I mean, it's some of them... Mm. Some of the big guys uh, whose names I can't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think here. Uh, the older, older quarterbacks that stayed around for a long time. Let's see. Um... Denver Broncos guy? Elway? Yeah. Didn't he last? About for average. He he stayed uh, I think he was in I think he was in the league like uh what sixteen years? Um I'm it's trying a hell to think. of a run in the sport though. Whenever I think of an older player still playing football, I automatically think of George Blanda. Okay. You know, he he turned you know, he uh, he was like a dual position guy that kinda morphed into the kicker and he was uh jeez, he played until he was what Forty-two or forty-three, yeah. in NFL terms, that that's that's ancient. Yeah, fact, sure. Because to give you an idea, of, to give you an idea about the ages of players now playing and their longevity, a, an average uh, running back's career in the NFL is five years. 
Right. Because it's such a, I mean, you're getting hit a lot. Your body breaks down and you can well, only the, be the at thing, peak performance. For, the thing I find weird yeah. about those guys, like in their 40s or whatever, yeah. is the quarterback are the guys, they're, they're the guys who get hit. Or hopefully they're not getting hit. Right. Right. But they're the ones who are, who, you know, I mean, in their career, they're going to take a few. Oh, they're going to take shots. Hard hits. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. everyone is gunning for them so yeah i'm trying to think uh montano's around for a while marino montano. yeah those are the guys i was thinking about aren't they marino made it pretty late in old, those, yeah marino yeah. yeah that's exactly yeah, yeah that's what i was kind of thinking of those guys uh, Sam, sammy baugh way back in the day he was pretty he wasn't he was a pretty old guy too playing yeah slinging sammy baugh hmm. um but yeah so nfl so they usually they usually out of the league. What, can they, what's, what's thirty six, thirty seven? What the, what's know. the deal with the? So they they played the the Chiefs. Where are the Chiefs from? Kansas City. Kansas City. KC they still have like the MO. Chiefs and the what's the other one? Hmm. Redskins. There's the Redskins. I I, 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 yeah. kinda, I I I didn't even I shouldn't have even said that. It just makes me kind of puke. The name in 2017. Yeah, it well, really you, does. It really see, does. I, I'm very conflicted because uh, Washington, the Redskins—they're actually my favorite team. Uh, and well, you, I, I'm you very like the team, but if they change I'm the kinda, name, I, I'm conflicted if about it because if they change the name, guess what you get? Yeah. New kit. Yeah, you could just get get a whole new, you know, new snazzy, brand new outfits and all that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I it, it is racist. I'm gonna say it. It's the, totally the name, racist. The name Redskins. People, it's not. It is racist. It's totally right? racist. And I, I uh, as a fan, I, I mean, when you when you step it back, look, we're, yeah. we're more. Look, part of the thing about us on this show is we grew up with all sorts of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. You know? But we also grew up during actual civil rights and all that, so it Mm -hmm. made people think. And, you know, and there's a lot being talked about with white privilege and all kinds of things. And I know, Mm -hmm. and it goes all over the spectrum. But the thing is, is there's just some things that you just go, wow, you know, and, and granted, we aren't as enlightened you know, As and we growing think we up, are. and it's it's yeah. just it's just a institutionalized. Well, it is institutionalized. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Well, and then but then but then you go. Yeah, it's 2017, and you go. Okay, yeah, that team name gotta change. Period. Yeah. You know. Hey, I agree. Change it. Yeah, I do I it agree. now. In in fact, I've been very con- over the last two or three years. Uh, well, I'm more than two or three years. Uh, I've been very conflicted because as a fan, I mean, I followed them since. Uh, the over the hill gang, right? Well, Late seventies, early eighties. That's when I started being a Redskins fan, and so I'm like, well, I, you know, I've grown attached to these guys, but I recognize that the name is is just offensive. Well, remember the the, you know? the Chicago Cubs World Series, right? Yeah. Was that two years ago now? Yeah, yeah. And who they, la- play, last who they play? Cleveland. The Cleveland Indians. And yeah. they start rolling out their old mascot. Chief, mascot? Chief Wahoo. Yeah. <sighs> guys. Yeah. And you know when we were growing, we didn't. Uh, there, man, we grew up with. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, I mean, we grew up with restaurant names and all sorts of stuff. And and that's not to say it's right. It's like it, it, you you become enlightened in the mainstream. People go look, and then you go, yeah, yeah that's you know that's that's not, wrong, not cool. And uh, so. you know, and the thing is, is in 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 your, uh, I can say when I was growing up. I wasn't thinking along those lines. No. You know, like uh, Native peoples and stuff. It was always like, I was taught, wow, you know, 
look look at all these amazing things uh, that they did, you know, and, and I look learned how about, far we've well, come. I learned about the tribes and the peoples of the sure. North Pacific Northwest and mm-hmm. all the stuff that they did, the food production and their culture and all of that. And yeah. then it's like, and yeah, we came in and pretty much screwed them all over. And you're like, that's bad. So we grew up learning that. But then you have names like this and products and whatnot. And I mean, I have a, a book, a fascinating book of trade trademark or uh, tra- it's called trademarks. I think they're all public domain now. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the 1920s and the 1930s. Ooh. It's a fantastic book. It, I, I got it just as design inspiration. Okay. Because uh, I was designing some stuff, and I actually designed a logo based on one of the logos, mm-hmm. an old RCA logo. Uh, and I love this book, and I've shown it to people, and it's a fascinating book. Of course, it's 20s and 30s, so ton of art deco and kind of that early, almost space age art deco kind of yeah. look cool stuff greek influence things mm-hmm. and then uh and then a whole bunch of they put it in a book bunch of racist stuff yeah. in there i mean massively you know you look at it today and you go whoa look at that you know um shoe yeah. polish and toothpaste and all sorts of things like that and pancake and, syrup and it's all uh you know native uh, native people you know lots of chiefs and things like that yeah. and then a lot of uh african-american portrayals that are pretty darn bad you, you know uh it's uncomfortable to talk about but uh you know, it is i and i remember talking with a he was a he, he is a local comedian and uh he he uh, was on the show and we were talking and rapping and stuff and it was during football season so we were talking about you mm-hmm. know football and stuff and uh he asked me and uh he he asked me, who's your favorite team, right? And I said, well, the Redskins. Ugh. And he gave me this look, and yeah. he says, are you comfortable with that? Uh, he, yeah, not really. And he goes, something's playing. Excellent. Yeah. But, uh, no idea what. And he uh, he said, are you comfortable with that? I said, no, not, not really. You know, because, I mean, what if, and his point was this, and it's, you know, it's, it's a great, great point. What a, let's change it around. What if the team wasn't called the Redskins, mm-hmm. right? What would you be comfortable if the team was called the Washington Blackskins? No, oh. or the Washington, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- no, you know, I whatever, mean, it, this whatever. Is, yeah, you know. And I said to him, I looked at him, and I said, I've never thought about it in that way. Yeah, no, know? no. I, it's just it's and, 2017. Uh, it's like the Cleveland. I, I you know, I hate. I, I again, it just it kind of hate. Yeah, saying. We're saying the names, and of course they say the names on the sports and all that, but I'm like, mm, it's making me really uncomfortable. Yeah, it, there are some that uh, the images and what it evokes uh, aren't pretty, and uh, the Redskins are one of them. And I, I, because I, I, people ask me because I, I was a huge fan of them, still am. They're like, well, what do you think about it? And I'm quite open. I think they should change their name. Yeah. I people say, well, you know, it's tradition. It's but to no. me, that means the same as when those Trumpers get up and talk about they're trying to change our heritage and our right. culture. Some some heritages and culture need to be changed, or yep. I, I like to think of it as evolve. Well, we're back to like getting rid of the yeah. Robert E. Lee's and all that yeah. stuff too. I mean, it's yeah. same same difference, right? And it's like I'm like, so I've been get think- it out of here. I've been thinking about uh, supporting other teams. I've lately, yeah. and you know. I, I I just don't get I just don't here's the thing. Yeah. I don't get how a league doesn't step in 
and say, like, for example, um, you know, famously the NBA has has stepped in and in many occasions we had that owner the clippers owner a few years back that was you know yeah. his girlfriend outed him making racist comments and the right. league said we're done you're out yep you know and it's 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 uh, you know the nba is like how can we have yeah. you be a part of our organization and and our and our sport i mean our sport is is uh, highly african american and you know yeah. and how could we and i was uh you know i I, I applauded that move. It really uh, set a precedent, and the, the the that was the new NBA commissioner at the time. He was new, and he just came out there, you know, and all the players and coaches and folks, yeah. and and it's like, yes, that's right. Sorry, that's how it's got to go down, right? You know, and you're talking to the rich old dude anyway. Like, oh, boo-hoo, <laughs> you know? Yeah, he'll be crying all the this way to the bank. This isn't that guy who's sitting on the street corner now going, I lost my NBA team. No, I mean, this is a guy who's worth millions and millions of dollars. People are like, oh, no, that's a, well, you know what? To hell with you. Right. If you disagree with me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to hell with you. Why is Friday like this? I had, I had curmudgeons. some stuff. I know. I had some stuff. Uh, let's move on from this because this is uncomfortable. Uh, sports. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't looked to see. Yeah. We should see what's um, what's going on in the world of sports. Yeah, I, don't, I just Jay Z's not here. Lots going on right now. Yeah, college is ramping up. <gasps> A lot's going on with me. Um, just as far as uh, mm-hmm. the stuff that's going on, I haven't looked in the soccer. I checked with the checked in with the the Timbers. Right. Um, right. I, this this time right now, transitioning into the fall, usually mm-hmm. is a time that I'm not too sporty. Like, I'll pick up the soccer. Mm. For me, the soccer season always kind of starts in the fall, like the October-ish, yeah. that yeah. sort of thing. For me. So just, just kind of in my own rhythms, you know, as you're kind of more inside and... Um, no, yeah. You know. Well, the same stuff. with me. I'm so wonky about football that all, all else slides off to the to the periphery, yeah. right? Because um, oh my gosh, the Ducks, you know, or you know, right. it's NFL, or and so, we, so everything just kind of. So Timbers are on the road tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow at two p.m. Saturday, they will be at Yankee Stadium. Ooh, that's New right, York, New York, the New York, York City, City yeah. FC. That's right, Timbers. Yeah. Um, Not the Red Bulls, but the other New York team. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Um, I was just going to look here and see. Believe me, if you'd like to. Hey, big, big game in Duckland this weekend. Oh, okay. Big so, game. so the the good news. See, this I have not. There's yeah. been stuff going on, so I haven't been following. Okay. And usually when Jay Z's here, I prep a little right. something. Right. And I've been busy, but uh, the. We're in the standings in the Western Conference. We're number one, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Number two, Timbers. There you go. Yeah. Sporting uh, KC and Vancouver and Houston Dynamo. That's right. Play out the first five. but So Sounders and Portland, so good on that. And uh, and New York, F, they'll be playing New York F, NYCFC, which is number two, Eastern Conference, Toronto, mm-hmm. NYCFC. Chicago in three. Chicago's been doing with Chicago Fire. Right. Yeah. Red Bulls are five. So and Columbus is four. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There's your soccer standings. That's right. Um, 
and you can go up and look at stuff. I, I'm really just my head hasn't been in sports with so much going on. Right. All the craziness going on with all the other stuff we're talking about earthquakes and uh, more auroras. By the way, auroras. I don't think we can see them here, but uh, people are seeing auroras uh, because of this sun sun activity yeah. Dude, Friday night after largest it was the largest solar flare in 12 years Jason there you go these are like 12 year events yeah also I, I had heard uh, last night the um, on the weather CNN news the gal she said uh, uh, that um, that eight magnitude earthquake mm-hmm. is typically a once a year occurrence yeah. Yeah. at the most mm-hmm. so yeah, that's uh, Mother Nature is not a happy camper yeah. right, right about now. Yeah. Uh, in the tech news, so Amazon's looking for a second headquarters. Really? And, of course, uh, Portland is on their list. They say there's 39 cities they're looking at. That <laughs> At least that article, I don't. I think the list is shorter than that. Yeah. Portland is on that list along with places like Denver, San Jose, and all of that. Portland already has a pretty big um, Amazon Presence, yeah. Presence and outlet. They, they, they had one that was growing, and then they purchased a company mm-hmm. in Portland, Oregon, called Elemental. What does Elemental do? They are a startup, or they were a startup in live streaming over the internet. Mm-hmm. I've been to several in the years Elemental events mm-hmm. and known people who work there. Live streaming video. They yeah. actually do a lot of sports and stuff. They've got servers that serve, like when you go up to watch your, maybe your soccer Premier League or whatever, yeah. uh, you might be streaming off of some of their technology. Nice. And so Am- Amazon purchased them because Amazon does tons of streaming and they're looking, they need to expand and they're looking for no HQ. So people in Portland are kind of Happy about that. We've had so much news. Um, sadly, as a sideline to that story, last week, or it was, I think it was this weekend, the CEO of Elemental, who I believe was a, around a 40-ish-year-old man, mm-hmm. suddenly passed away. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Blackman. I'd met him once or twice mm-hmm. um, in passing with along with the Elemental stuff. Uh, good, good company. So, the, unfortunately, the Elemental folks there downtown, uh, employees and stuff, were you know pretty much saddened. It was a huge kind of a business news story that happened uh, yeah. last week uh, of his passing. He was a uh, he was a runner and and bicyclist and also very civically minded about Portland. They did a lot of community events and charity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So. Again, really well, homegrown, established Portland company with a, a, a real Portland outlook uh, uh, with uh, the CEO there with kind of a, a vision of, you know, that kind of improve your community and all that and yeah, suddenly passed away. So, <laughs> sorry, how this this is, <laughs> does not feel like it's going to be the, the happy. The happy-go-lucky, yeah. Uh, Feel Good Friday? Yeah, yeah. Apple is going to uh, have a event. You know, they have something coming up here. They're going to talk about their new iPhone. Um, rumor has it they're, they're, there's a there's a $1,000 iPhone now. Really? That's the rumor. $1,000 iPhone. Yeah, that's the that would probably be top of the line. Is that what the cool kids are getting? Yeah. Now, the big thing, um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, these days the Apple releases and stuff it's like i it used to be must see 
streaming TV, especially Steve Jobs, right? The Apple when he was alive, and it would be like, look, look, it's an iPhone. One more thing, look at that, right? And everyone would be mesmerized, and he would hypnotize everybody. And then, you know, he passed, and then they released new stuff, and they got Tim Cook, who's not... Uh, well, no one's as charismatic as Steve Jobs was, let's face it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean Tim Cook isn't a, a good CEO or anything. It's just you can't you can't follow that act up with anybody. Um, you could say, well, maybe Elon Musk-ish is kind of a, the new charisma yeah. in there, probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they're going to have an event. And I think the bigger news is whatever products they release or whatever, this event will take place in their new spaceship headquarters. Ooh. You've seen that, right, Jason? No, I have not. The Apple headquarters. It looks it it's it was designed by Steve Jobs. Oh. So before he died, yeah. he was approving the plans for mm. the new Apple headquarters. Hmm. And uh it is a uh, it's uh here it is. I'm trying to pull up a picture and from from space or from from. Um, I take a look here. Here it is. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just bear with us, folks. I hate this dead air stuff. You know. <laughs> right. I'll I'll do some filler. Hello, everybody. Well, this is this is an artist rendition. I'm, I'm oh. trying to find because there are. It's complete now. People have moved in. I, to me, it looks less like a spaceship and more like a large hadron collider. Right. <laughs> like, what are they doing in there? Pentagon Schmenagon. We're gonna make a circle. Right. Right. Exactly. It is like that. I'm trying to see if there's an actual. There's pictures of the construction. It's huge. You know that. Yeah. You see construction pictures, but. I don't know. You can look this up on the internet, folks. There's a close right. up there. I'm, I'm just trying to see if I could find a decent photograph. Nah. Yeah. You look it up on your own dang time. Well, here we go. <laughs> this is kind of. Uh, kind of. Yeah. yeah. You know. But it's huge. I mean, that's a real big circle. Yeah. Pentagon style. Just, um, just think if they could turn that into like a biodome. Well, the I, Apple I, Biodome. I think that's kind of what they're going for. I mean, I don't know. There's some things. There's been weird things written about it, like something about how all the door handles are like handmade by Johnny Ivy or something. I don't know. Mm. There's all these weird things about how the doors open out, or or there was something I read late last night about the elevator turns and spins while the doors mm. open or something. I don't know, guys. Wow. Folks, like people. When you go through the front doors and it wo- whooshes Starship open and closed, Enterprise. does it send like subliminal messages? Like, I don't know. Maybe there's a maybe there'll be a tour, but they'll they'll have their they'll host their God they'll host <laughs> just argh, they'll host their event uh, when they release their phones or whatever talk yeah. about whatever. Um, they'll they'll be doing it there, so that'll be interesting to see. Hmm. I don't know if they'll they're not going to do it outside, but they've got a huge court because it's a circle. There's a huge courtyard. I don't yeah. know if they could like have a stage out there and do concerts or something. That'd be cool. That would be cool. So oh, Apple stock. Look it up. Look it up. Um, <laughs> Look it up, people. 
trying to think of all the stuff that I saved that it's going. It's it's this. The problem is mm-hmm. is because we've mentioned it's been a pretty uh, rapid, mm. busy news week right, this week coming right. off of the Labor Day weekend. Uh, it's been busy, and so we're just kind of like scrambling around, yeah, figuring stuff out. But yeah. it hasn't been like the good the good news. Right. So much. I mean, it's hard yeah. to been hard to find that, as you could tell, with forest fires and biblical type things happening. Right. <laughs> it's the isn't it? Just like, have you been like going around like the last? I mean, probably the. It's the end of day. Probably started in January. You know. Yeah. You get that REM song stuck in your it's head. It's the and, end. Yeah. We know it. Uh oh, there's some just weird stuff. I was reading about a Greenland shark. What? Oh no, you don't even want to know. It's gross, man. I, How do yeah, they survive? Uh, my my that? biggest, my news stories are all like uh, that. I saved are really freakish Mother Nature <laughs> things. Like one of them was uh, dangerous mines, and it's like you won't mm. believe these thirty photographs of of nature, right? Yeah. And the and the least disturbing photograph of their list was the fire ant. Uh, flotilla That's that right. happens during the thing. Harvey, right? Yeah. Fire ants, like what happens when they have a big storm and stuff? They get out and make their own raft and survive. They're real good at that. Oh, yeah. Fire ants. They're oh, yeah. hardy little guys. Yeah. No. It's like, no. Just no. Just say no. So that was the least disturbing thing. You know, next to, uh, you know, a few weeks ago we talked about... <laughs> spiders that kill hummingbirds or, or praying mantises i mean it's right. just like oh um oh, man i well, tell you uh let's see the house did uh uh pass the uh 15.3 billion harvey aid bill yeah i saw that so it's it's going up to to be signed by uh Ag- agent orange mm-hmm. and uh let's see here what, what else do we got the uh, uh, there was a good science one. Probably missed it because people didn't see. But check this out. Oh, I got check a... this photo out, Jason and okay. friends. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Looks like a nice photo of the sun, doesn't it? Or a little blurry. That's like three... this is the best ever image of a star beyond the sun. Nice. That is not the sun. That is a neighbor star. That is the. Um, it's like three degrees. Antares, the yeah. su- uh, supergiant, red supergiant Antares, is the best ever captured of a star other than the sun. I mean, you could actually see there's resolution. There's a little blurry, but yeah. uh, how many light years away is this thing? Six hundred and twenty light years from Earth. So it's in light years. It's in our neighborhood. But still, yeah. six hundred and twenty light years. That's that's um, the photos like uh, photos like five degrees off of a Jackson Pollock. Yeah, with a mass the diameter, Antares is twelve times twelve times the diameter and seven hundred times the the uh, mass. Mass is twelve times, and diameter is seven hundred times that of the sun. Mm. So this is a big sucker. Red giants are are basically some of the biggest stars out there. Betelgeuse, I believe, is a red giant. Mm. But it's close and it's big, so you could turn our high resolution telescopes on it, and that'll only get bit better. I think over time we'll oh, see. Sure. 
we'll see photos that will actually look more like the sun. I mean, now that we we've got the sun resolved, so that that was a good news kind of an item. I thought, right? Um, uh, there was there was a thing about Irish people trying to catch a bat in their house, and it's like a viral video. In sports news, the most important sports news. Jason, you're going to mm-hmm. love this one. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers sports news. <laughs> Trailblazers Damian Lillard shedding weight with a vegan diet. Ooh. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. According wow. to the Oregon, Oregonian, Oregon Live. Wow. Portland Trailblazers guard Damian Lillard. Who's gone vegan, huh? Just shy of 200 pounds. One of his major focuses entering the offseason was to shed some weight and entering his sixth NBA season lighter and faster. That's something, because, I mean, the guy's, like, playing, like, you know, yeah. he's playing great. Uh, Lillard has slimmed down, mixing his basketball workouts with swimming laps in the pool, putting the gloves on the boxing gym, and switching up his diet. The former Wingstop enthusiast is apparently trying at a vegan diet as the season approaches. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there you go. So he he actually what has he got? So yeah. Uh, so welcome welcome Damien. We just give him a call. Recommend some things. Welcome to the fold. Yeah. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. That that popped up uh, popped up uh, late this week. Like mm-hmm. I said, I was late. I could I could read you my emails. No. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just want everyone to say stay safe out there. Right. I think that's uh You know the the, the other thing is have, have, is it just me or has the Trump tweeting gone down? A, a little bit. Um but he's you he's think? been uh he's been doing a more um I guess we call positive one cuz you know he's cutting deals with the Dems. So uh, he's been very uh, upbeat the last couple few days. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask, the reason I ask is because sources tell me, sources say that uh, that the uh, Kelly, the chief of staff, right, mm-hmm. and folks have uh, somehow been able to intercept his Twitter, Twitter, uh, twittering. One way or another. Now the comment was the comment was that you know they could they could during the day they could but but you know if the guy's like nighttime or whatever you know you got your phone you're at night or maybe you're sitting on the pot you're like oh I think I'm gonna send out a tweet right sure sure that's, co- that's called that, a uh, pot tweet not to suggest that the president is doing that no. no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah. what I I, we I, just heard, I heard this weird thing. I don't know if it's true. Okay, that somehow <laughs> this is good. I, it gets into the the idea that maybe just maybe the powers that be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe the deep state <laughs> have been. I know, right? Yeah, but think about it. It's possible have kind of intercepted the uh, maybe the radio waves or whatever it is the device to be able to go nope nope or whatever. Mm, yeah, you, wouldn't it be funny if like you're Trump and you're in the White House and you know it's nighttime and you're like, uh, there's 
I'm gonna say what does he who does he normally go after? Everybody, really. Everybody, yeah. Right? Oh maybe he's like sitting there and going, You know that Merkel's really yeah. chapping my hide Crick. over there in Germany. I'm gonna say something nasty about Merkel, right? Crick and Germany, Hillary. Right? Yeah. Right, and there he is sitting there up in the White House and oh let me just uh, no signal. No signal. Right. No signal. Oh, right? I'll get I'll do it later. Right? Yeah. Maybe it's it one of those. Happen. Right? It, it could happen. I'm not saying that this is true, but I've heard sources tell me. Behind the bathroom say, door, there's Kelly with a scrambler, you know. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's taking the whole signal. That could happen. Yeah. I mean, they can do it. You know, there are devices that would just, like, totally. Yeah. You could turn it on and all our cell phones. It's basically uh, wireless. Pones the whole. It's just a signal scrambler. Yeah. Just, you know. Well, it's just, it just takes over the airwaves and. You you know if if you take over the frequencies that you're trying to broadcast on, yeah. you're done. And right. They use it. Yeah. They they were using them. They were trying to use them in like movie theaters and places like that, and mm. hospital places where they're 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 like, hey, we don't want you to use your cell phone. Yeah. So, but they're very controversial. Yeah. And then and then the the yeah. um, the. Uh, Law enforcement has a very controversial vice. This is true, that actually acts as a, an imposter, like cell phone imposter. You set it up, and they've talked about using these at protests and stuff <laughs> like that. That yeah. the folks are out yeah. doing stuff where they set these things up. I mean, this technology exists, and you basically create a cell phone site. I know the technology. Mm -hmm. I have worked on the technology. Mm -hmm. I know that that is possible. Mm. I, I actually worked, I actually had a device that was a cell phone tower. Wow. I mean, it was basically for testing. And it would be like, hey, if I plug antennas into it and I set up antennas, this phone will see this device as a cell phone tower. Yeah. So, I mean, that uh, exists. And they have these devices that they could come in and set them up. And your phone goes to the closest tower it sees. And then you could... See what people are up to on their phones. <laughs> you can see what they're up to. That's not some crazy, wacky Infowars conspiracy that's happening. Nope. So I'm just thinking that maybe that's how someone within the White House <laughs> could be smart. using this technology yeah. in conjunction with the president's Twitter feed. Twitter in chief. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even have to be that. It could be something, something different you know it, it was very weird because I, I always heard like like obama was the first person to uh tweet yeah first president huh? right i mean twitter came about during his administration but they like I, what i was heard like the president and even the secretary said like well no maybe not because she had two of them right yeah personal or whatever but like the president they're, they're like, here's your phone, your secure government NSA BlackBerry, yeah. you know, unhackable. You can call Putin on this on the secure line. You can order a nuclear strike, you know, that kind of a thing. Sure, right? sure. Like, it's not just like, oh, here's your Apple phone with a bunch of apps that were made <laughs> in China that may be spying on you. Right. Like all of the rest of us plebes have. Right. So I always heard that the president has that secure BlackBerry or whatever, and so I've always wondered, well, how how is how is Trump 
doing this because I mean he had the phone during the campaign. It was yeah. a personal phone. It was like no big deal. But yeah. it's just like, did somebody go? Here's your secure BlackBerry, sir. And he was just like pff, knocked it out of their hands. I got my own phone here. You know. Yeah. It's like oh national security, yo. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I don't think he stopped doing it. I, 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 I think his his tweaking though is. Uh, different people, right? So when he goes after his, the the Republicans, like working with the Democrats, that's that's his way of of tweaking the Republicans. So so to us, who are not of the conservative persuasion, we see his tweet. Yeah, that's pretty ineffectual. What's going on? He hasn't he hasn't ranked on anyone. But if you're a, if you're a raging conservative, you see those things with the Dems, and it grinds your teeth, right? So I. He he's he, give him a give him a couple he, hours. I mean, you know, I he, I don't think these are his tweets. You know, because, I, because some just, of a lot of these, just looking through them now. Yeah. Uh, let me let me give you an example. Okay, his pin. He's got a first of all, he's got a pinned tweet, and it's I encourage everyone in the path of Hurricane Irma to head heed the advice and orders of local and state officials. And there's a hurricane. You know. Uh, tweet about the thing and then he's got a message to my fellow americans which yeah. is like kind of there there's no way he wrote any of those uh, he, yeah that's a video on facebook and instant you know yeah but here's 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 what happened five hours ago okay so we will uh, so 16 hours ago we will confront any challenge mm. no matter how strong the winds or how high the water mm-hmm. just bring that up for you there if you can see it right so I'm I'm just looking to see as compared because he's he's always sent out some zingers right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so five hours ago, Hurricane Irma is of epic proportions, perhaps bigger than we have ever seen. Be safe and get out of which way if possible. Federal G is ready. Our incredible U.S. Coast Guard saved uh, more than fifty thousand lives. I mean, he's been really on top of this thing, mm-hmm. as you would expect a president to do. But then it, he goes, Republicans, sorry, but I've been hearing about repeal and replace for seven years. Didn't happen. Even worse, the Senate filibuster rule will never allow the Republicans to pass even greater legislation. Mm-hmm. Eight Dems control. I mean, he's just kind of like doing this republicans must start the tax reform tax legislation cut asap don't wait until the end of september need to know more than ever in a hurry okay yeah so that that's actually in my mind not that bad it's still pushing his agenda yeah i mean he's still telling the republicans in congress and he's been doing that but as compared to the old he's hurt, gone after sort of. like Ryan and McCon and other fo- or anybody, you know, yeah. Clara McCaskill. I can't even say her name right. McCaskill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in Flake, tweets, just like raking yeah. him over the coals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, of course, we have we seen always seen the uh, crooked Hillary. Yeah. Uh, so maybe that's that has toned down in some maybe. ways. Maybe to, to John General John Kelly is. Right, yeah. But you know what? I, I guarantee a lot of those so weird, articulate though. tweets are not even his. There, well, There's the, no biglies in it, and yeah. and there's no misspelling, which well, he's famous for. Well, uh, I, I, the, the stuff with the, here's my presidential, here's a video of me and all that, that's typically, yeah, written yeah. by a staffer. Sure. I mean, it was for Obama. Come on, you think Obama did his own tweets? Maybe yeah. in a week or two, twice a week. Maybe Obama said, "Look, hey, let me let me get that BlackBerry with the Twitter," you know, and yeah. said something, right? Because yeah. I think even Obama, if I remember, 
when he tweet, they'd say that was actually the president yeah. tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Other than that, it's a staffer going, you know, the president is now here in Ohio or something like that. Right. Yeah, because he would do the tweet if he did it himself. He he would do the tweet, then he'd do the dash, then the then the capitalized letter O yeah. to let people know that yeah. was really him that had yeah, that had do sent that. it. Yeah. The VIPs do that. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. This is. You know, the president of the United States, the most powerful person, arguably, yeah. in the world. I I mean, we're this was the thing with Trump. It's like, I really don't want you on your Twitters and your Facebooks. Leave yeah. that to us little plebes down here. <laughs> Plebeians. You've got AIDS. We, we, Let them do it. Yes. You've got you've got to you've got your uh, interns and presidential people and. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, what's Kellyanne Conway doing? Give her the Twitter. Maybe she is putting those out. Who knows? Oh, oh, that Kellyanne. It's probably someone under, well, I'm not going to be ageist. I was going to say, it's probably someone under 30 who's just. (laughs) Right. Here, do you you really know how to work this thing? Sure, I'll I'll take care of it. I I do have a cool little science story for you. Science? Yeah. Science! Blinded by science. I love that song. This is a life existed on Mars. Shocking discovery suggests. Yes. I forgot about that. Mm Mm-hmm. You are correct, sir. Uh, uh, Let's see here. The discovery is a huge boost in the hunt for extraterrestrials and could back up a theory suggesting life on Mars may have been forced underground when disaster turned the planet into a frigid desert. Mm -hmm. Mm. Let's see. Patrick Gazda. A postdoctoral researcher at Los Alamos Natural Laboratory, National Laboratory, said, uh, "Because uh, boron boratates, yeah, uh, may play an important role in making RNA one of the building blocks of life. Finding boron on Mars further opens the possibility that life could have once arisen on the planet." Yeah, yeah, the headlines as as everything with Mars. The headlines are like one of the headlines says, "Mars once had a life." Boron detected by Curiosity reveals itself. Well, mm-hmm. st- still, you haven't proven that there was life on Mars. But right. this is another strong indicator. Um, it's boron, um, and you need that. That's one of the things. I, I actually didn't even know that, but that the uh, that's. Um, that's a that's a crucial build. What does they call it? A cru like all of these things. Crucial building block for life. Yeah. You need, you know. There's you can go to like the moon or whatever, look around and go, hey, there's stuff here that you're not going to be able to put life together. Yeah, we don't have the chemicals. Right. Boron is one of the the, the building blocks. So that that's and everything that and this was Curiosity find, found this everything that 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 we do and look at um, there uh, that it finds seems to yeah. fall into place. Um, right. The water table stuff, what we probably haven't discussed, right, is that there was more evidence of significant water uh, rising and falling underground mm-hmm. uh, than we had seen. Uh, and basically based on flows and, you know, it looks right. at how that happens. You know, what we need is another probe out there. Well... Yeah. Uh, SpaceX founder Elon Musk yes. has pledged to put humans on the surf- surface of the red planet by 2030. Yes, he has. Please, please, Elon. 
Yeah. Elon, you're you're the only one that's really showing any moxie and any uh, innovative spirit these days. Please do something. Uh, continue your good work for mankind, and let's get someone on the red planet by 2030. That that would be a. Uh, that would be fantastic. Not only from just the pure human beating your chest, hey, we went to Mars, but, I mean, think of all the cool technology came out of the, you know, the, the space program of the, uh, going to the moon. I mean, a lot of stuff came out of that. I mean, just think of all the innovation and all of the new technologies that will, uh, that will uh, emerge from this. Uh, I, I just, I, I can't wait. I hope he, uh, I hope he does it. Maybe, maybe that's the key to the future of it, that it has to be some private, you know. Yeah, there was, uh, yeah, another, I was just looking at the Mars stuff. There was another, the other, the other piece to this whole life. Obviously we're looking evidence of water. It's there. Yeah. Uh, building blocks of life. We're finding it. It's there. You know, the idea that, I mean, the idea that we're looking at is either either there's life on Mars today. It's not going to be on the surface, though. No. It's going to be underground. Yeah. Probably microbes or little bacteria or whatever. If we find that, that's going to be a huge discovery. Or Morlocks. Ooh. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, <laughs> Let me just put that there. Something from the, uh, what is that? Uh, I can't even think today. The um, Because Morlocks were underground. They no, were... the... Um, the uh, I'll think of it in a minute. Or maybe, maybe some Tuscan Raiders. The, ex- the explosion. The uh, remember the evolutionary explosion. The Big Bang. No, this was uh, the big explosion of life on Earth and the evolution uh, with all the really weird uh, troglodytes and all yeah. that stuff. What the hell do they call that again? I know this. Every morning we come down, I sit here and drink <laughs> coffee. My brain. Kick starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, believe me, at four in the morning, I can tell you, I'd be on top of it. Oh yeah, four in the morning, we're um, we're, we're we're hip deep in troglodyte talk. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, you, look at those fossils, man. Yeah, it's like uh, the Cambrian is the Cambrian, right? Ah, uh, yes. The Cambrian explosion. Yes. Uh huh. Right? Wasn't yeah. it the Cambrian period? Yeah, we're uh, a, mental block a, a lot of uh, evolutionary mm-hmm. se- second cousins twice removed. Yes, yes. You know? No, yeah. but it was the, the Cambrian period Yeah, of the Paleozoic era of the Ferenozoic well, French, French caves, right? The Cambrian lasted 55.6 million years from the end of proceeding of the, uh, I'm not even going to say that, period 541 million years ago. To the beginning of the yes, yes, we know um, the the Cambrian marked a profound change in life on Earth. Prior to the Cambrian, the majority of living organisms on the whole were small, unicellular, single cell, yeah. and simple. The Precambrian, being exceptional, complex, multicellular organisms gradually became more common in the millions of years immediately preceding the Cambrian. Cambrian, but anyway, the rapid diversification of life forms mm-hmm. in the Cambrian, known as the Cambrian Explosion, Explosion, produced the first representatives of all modern animal phyla. The first representatives of all modern animal phy- animal phyla came out of the Cambrian. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of our earliest creepiest little bug-like ancestors yeah. all came out of the the Cambrian, from what we evolved from. And then, as I recall, there was a big wipeout. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the Earth, something happened. Meteors or something struck the Earth and 
boom. Which is why they, yeah, they have like these places with the fossil digs. Yeah. And there's just like all this weird fossils. These are that weird troglodyte, you know. Right. You're like, ooh. So that's always what I think we'll find on like a planet. If we find advanced life, they'll be like, yeah. These weird. Yeah, I can. <laughs> that would be creepy. That would be, but I want more. I want more locks. But I think even more than that, yeah. I, uh, one thing. Okay, I tell you something. One thing I don't want. I don't want to find any fossil or any remains of Ewoks. I'm not an Ewok fan. Oh, it, yeah. everyone loves the Ewoks, Ewoks little furry little. I'm uh, fine. Oh, I do not like the Ewoks, man. At least, hey, at least I'm the okay Tusken Raiders, Ewoks. right? At least yeah. Tusken Raiders were open about who they were, right? Yeah. Ewoks, I don't trust little buggers. They're all furry and they're all happy one moment, and they they got a switchblade to your throat the next, oh, right? That's a good point, though. That is a good point. See, that is a good point. You'd yeah, be like mm. I don't trust like, them. Yeah, I don't trust Soon them. They're making it's like those tribbles. It's like those tribbles, man. Uh, like One minute tribbles. they're nice and furry and Kirk's hugging them. They're Next cute. thing they're filled up the loading bay and they're threatening, you know, yeah. well, everything. They're like they're like space bunnies. They like to reproduce. They do quickly. They do. But I now I'm gonna have to go watch that. I haven't seen the Trouble with Tribbles I love in that. so long. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go up on Netflix today. I've been I've, I've been jonesing. You know, I, I'm like. Well, I've watched every original Star Trek episode about 40 billion times or something. But it's like those kinds of things are like a nice blanket. Like when you're feeling a little, you know, everyone has them. Think in your own life about stuff, shows or music, albums that you listen to over and over again. This isn't something that you like show. It's like, uh, oh, I'm going to listen to some Dark Side of the Moon or something. It's uh, It's like a blanket. It's the entertainment version of comfort food. Yes, it is exactly that. It it makes you get to your happy place. And Star Trek, the original series, and thank God that that it's on Netflix that you can watch it. Yeah. Right there on the Netflix streaming. Is that for me? Like, if I just don't know, I, I want something and I want to be entertained and I don't want to do, it's like, what about a little Kirk and Spock and Bone? you know? You can just, lose yourself in that. Yeah. yeah. And you know yeah. every damn last detail of, of yeah. the show. Yeah. But you don't care. You yeah. know? And, I, I, and there's enough there that you can cycle through your favorite episodes. I have not, uh, I have not uh, um, seen the trouble with Tribbles in, in quite some time. No, I've seen other ones. Oh, true, yeah, but uh, it's a classic your, episode. Is that your favorite episode? I mean, we're not even talking next gener- generation. It's close because stuff, it is a original. very good. It is a very good episode. You know what mine is? It, I, is, I it is a very good episode. It, it also is it the one where the fight breaks out, the bar fight between the Klingons and the yes. and Scotty. Dang! Yeah, come on, it doesn't get anybody. Is it the? I didn't say. I didn't say the Enterprise looks like a garbage scowl. I said the Enterprise is a garbage scowl. Yeah, it's not the one with Sulu without a shirt running around with a sword? No. No. No, I think that's another one. That might be the... Yeah, I think that's the... Gotcha. That's either the mirror mirror or the... Or or there's the one where everyone gets kind of drunk and wacky and stuff and they all do a lot of weird stuff. Right. But yeah. Yeah, the Trouble with Tribbles has the... um, the bar fight between the Klingons and Scotty and the engineers. Yeah. And he gets reprimanded. Yeah. Scotty. And it's a great scene because Kirk's like, well, what are you saying? He said, well, he insulted you, Captain. And, he, and, and Kirk's like, well, st- you know, he, they're all in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. 
But like they're getting reprimanded because I mean the M the the Enterprise the space MPs they're on a space station and they're all wearing down, red shirts. Yeah, come down and break Jenkins up this bar is fight. Part of that. Oh, yeah, they grip, break up a bar fight between yeah. Scotty and the other. Uh, Officers and whatnot. And leave, the it up Klingons. To a, leave it up to a Scotsman to start a fight oh, yeah. with Klingons, right? Well, that's when you really like yeah. Scotty too. You're like, oh yeah, this is a, you know. I mean, by the when you the first time you watch it and when that you get to the trouble with Scribble and yeah. Scotty gets in a bar fight, you're yeah. like. I like that character because right. you know he's just like he's a good-hearted guy, mm-hmm. and he's going to defend mm-hmm. his honor. But but I love it because Kirk, you know, he's got him in the lineup, the That's reprimand, right. and and Scotty's like, you know, he's the he's the guy in command, and he was in the fight, so he's taking responsibility. The chief, yeah. you know, he's like, I take responsibility, and all the men are there, and uh, guys. I guess the ladies of the Enterprise didn't get in the bar fight. Uh, smart, yeah, um, but. Uh, and 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 he says, well, he the Klingon insulted you, Captain. He said, oh, he did. Oh, so that's when you you started throwing punches. Is when he saw that Scotty's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, when did this? Explain to me how this fight broke out. You know. Yeah. And then he goes, they said the Enterprise is a garbage scowl. And he's like, so they insulted the Enterprise and you started a fight? It's like, yes, I'm the chief engineer of the Enterprise. If you insult my ship. That's right. He loves the Enterprise more than Kirk does. Well, it's his, I mean, it's, it's, his it's a baby, real right? like, love triangle, right? Right, because he's always tinkering with it, making sure everything's up to snuff. Yeah. Scotty, you know, yeah, I, anyway. love, I love the character of Scotty. Uh, Scotty, I want I want to party with you, Hot Shot. Those are old. Yeah, There's, I have some. There's a next generation thing when he he guessed was on the next generation mm, that's right and i love that that episode well, right. I, I, it's cheesy and it's a stupid premise but hey you but know sometimes cares? star trek is cheesy and a stupid premise. that's right um and and but that's i love that episode with the uh, with scotty yeah my, it, my favorite episode piece of, of the, piece of the action oh yeah yeah where yes. there's the gangsters bella yeah oh yeah oh, that's yeah. that's very much like uh What's, up with, with it's kind of, what's yeah. up with him and those funny is? Yeah, yeah. Like Spock's like, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I love that. We find, actually, one thing you find out in that episode, mm. Captain Kirk does not know how to drive a car. No! Right! Because in the future, who's driving who's cars? driving a car? You have got yeah. self-driving vehicle movers. Nobody's driving a car. Right, for God's sakes, they got replicators Which for your dinner. Which is weird. Yeah. They retconned that in the J.J. Abrams. Totally oh. retconned that in the J.J. Abrams. So here's, very here's true. a little problem, Star Trek fans. How do you reconcile that? Piece of the action. Jim Kirk does not know how to drive. Yeah. Uh, it's like a 1920s car, but it's still a combustion vehicle. He's like yeah. Spock. He's putting it in reverse. Spock's like, you know, He's Spock's grinding like the gears. Thinking of the logic of, let's see, what do I know about combustion and how to do it? He cannot drive. No. J.J. Yeah. Abrams? He's a little kid. He's driving a classic Mustang, riding around a motorcycle. He's a motorcycle. There's a yeah. there's a little problem there, Star yeah. Trek fans. Oh, the the fandom yeah. is so just like the political parties. I think the Star Trek <laughs> fandom is there's purists fractured. And, yeah. yeah, and the new things coming out. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Trouble with Tribbles has you know a lot of Klingon yeah. in it, and that's our original Klingons. Mm-hmm. You know. Dudes with without the bu- without the bumps little, on the yeah, head. Yeah, dudes with goatees yeah. and a little uh, the Fu Manchu guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, a little yeah. Little, uh, little green makeup. Right. And, and since that time, and they used the trouble. They used the trouble with Tribbles 
to kind of mention it because there's a famous episode of Deep Space Nine, and it was the anniversary of Star mm, Trek, mm. where you know the technology was such that they could put the two episodes together. So I don't know if you've ever seen this, and mm. I'm not sure what this episode is. The Deep Space Nine folks go back into a time warp thing, and they're there at the Trouble with Tribbles. Ooh. You've never seen this one? No. And Worf is in it. Worf. And at some point, this guy comes out, and they go, who are those guys? And uh, and Cisco goes, those are the Klingons. And they're like, what? And they look at Worf, and Worf goes, we do not discuss this. <laughs> and that was it, right? And it yeah. was like, yeah, it was a famous like anniversary episode nice. event. You've never seen that. Never seen that one. Go, well, I think Deep Space Nine's on Netflix. I'll try to find the, the, the link. I, I mean, okay. I should... Let's talk about Star Trek episodes. Yeah, um, it's real good though because they're, they 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 basically go back and they're doing a thing. It has something to do with the bad baddie bad guy, mm-hmm. and then, but they're it's they're real retro about yeah. it. Yeah, like they're sort of like uh, because Jadzia Dax, of course, is a trill, which means there's you know the Star Trek thing. A trill. It's a symbiotic. So yeah. there's a little bug yeah, yeah. that lives inside the person's body yeah. of a trill. So the trills are kind of a person like you or me. Yeah. But then there's a bug that lives in the body that kind of melds with you, and that's the person. Wow. That's the Jadis Dax. If if this was if this was uh, you're blowing my mind here. Well, by that's the, way. the main. That's the main kind of. She's the main character. If this was like SpongeBob, it'd be like Plankton taking over a body. Ooh, uh-huh. think about think about that for a second. Uh, but but so 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 Jadzia, she's so they live through hosts, right? Yes. Just like us hosts live a normal lifespan and then they die. But then they take the little bug out and put it in a new host. And so they they're sentient. They're like sentient train. parasites. Yes, mm. yes. That's their Ooh. whole planet is like that. Jadzia Dax. Wow. Dax. Yeah. And so Dax is the is the main. Dax. Is the bug, she, and so Dax she, she, has lived she, centuries, yeah, right? Yeah, and they've known Dax, Dax through yeah. like the Klingons know who Dax is, and it's like, and they'll like, and then they're cool. It's really interesting because yeah. in 2017 about identity and things like that, it's sure. actually kind of an interesting play on that. So when they meet Jadzia, she's a kind uh, of a newer host, right? Yeah, but she used to be, or Dax used to be Curzon, yes, a dude, yeah. Now it's Jadzia. A woman, Jazia Dax, was Curzon. Curzon died. He was an old man. Yeah. So all these people, including Captain Sisko, yeah, were fr- and and a bunch of Klingons because the Klingons were buddies with Curzon too, and they liked him. Mm. And Sisko, okay. yeah. same thing. And so Dax is an old friend, but now it's Jazia Dax, not Curzon. So she has all the memories. She has all the memories and all the stuff of. Curzon Dax and all the Daxes. Very interesting. But she's still Jazia, though. Yeah. She's still a woman. Yeah. And Jazia with, with new experiences. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yes. In a Star Trek way. But yeah. it's very cool. Yeah. And again, it Trials and Tribulations was the uh, episode of Deep Space Nine where they went back to the uh, November 4th, 1996, the 101st episode they have a little picture of the the ending there, but they go back uh, when oh when 
temp okay when temporal investigations arrives on deep space nine this is Ooh, actually a good one temporal investigation oh yes temporal investigate and and at one Ooh. point they're there because if you do something that has to do with the timeline like happens in star trek all the time right yeah like go back save the whales and all that oh yeah yeah you get a visit from federation temporal, temporal starfleet temporal investigation I so like they're it. sitting there interviewing cisco going mm -hmm, then what happened oh yeah and at one point yeah. They mentioned Kirk, and they're just like, oh, Kirk. He was the worst. And I mean, it's like they hate Kirk at Temporal Investigations. Right. Temporal Investigations arrives on Deep Space Nine. Cisco recounts how he and the crew of the Defiant travel back in time to the 23rd century to prevent the assassination of Captain James T. Kirk during the original Enterprise's mission on mm. Space Station K-7. Look at that. And so they used back in the 90s that, that technology where they took old film, kind yeah. of the Forrest Gump type thing, and they right. they yeah. put in news. And they wear, they go back, they change into the original uniforms. Wow. And, and there, there's something up with the Klingons and all sorts of stuff. Gotcha. And then Jadzia Dax, who had lived through this time period in several, several centuries, uh, at one point, she kind of goes and she goes, "God, I love this. This, this is like it's like going back to the fifties or the sixties and the muscle cars and the yeah. leather jackets." She's like, oh, "There's just never been a period like this in the <laughs> yeah. in the in Starfleet. Look, these uniforms are classic. Look at look at the tricorder." She's like, "Look at the design of the tricorder. It's so you know, yeah, it's like yeah, really yeah. nostalgic." Yeah. Look at this phaser. Anyway, right. That's a good one. That's a good one. You should actually use your homework. You should go check that one out. It's on Netflix. Okay. Deep Space Nine. I'll check if it you've out. never seen it, no, I got, I got to put it in the queue because I'm, I'm starting to go through. And it's a one-off. You don't. Uh, Deep Space Nine is a big story arc. Uh, that's what makes it good. But this one yeah. is a good standalone Deep Space Nine that okay. you like, and it integrates like seamlessly with. The triples. So, so they wanted to do an anniversary Star Trek thing at the time in 96. I don't know what that was, gotcha. 30 or whatever the anniversary was. It was a big anniversary. 30 years, and, 66, 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was 30 years then. And then they – so they took this old episode and they said, well, we got Deep Space Nine running right now. Let's merge mm. the two together and make this our anniversary special. Yeah. And it was – you know, it's, it's just a silly one-off, but it was well – well made. Well made. Yeah, cool. So I think you'd really actually enjoy it. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. So I've been I've... Chief O'Brien. Yes. Guess where he is during the episode? During the bar what? fight. Was he hanging out with uh, Scotty? Uh, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. So you got a Scotsman and an Irishman in the middle of a hullabaloo. With that's Klingons perfect. Yeah. In the bar. Yeah, I mean, come right. on, right? Yeah, that totally fits. Yeah. O'Brien so. and Scotty. Yeah. Did we ever find out what Scotty's name was? The character name Scott. Scotty uh, 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 Montgomery Scott. Ooh, Montgomery. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, okay, I got a question. Yes. What happened to the Romulans? What happened to them? Yeah, because remember they, well, they. What era of Star Trek? You're talking fifty yeah. year, uh, multi what four series? Well, they were kind series of, a, of they were kind of a presence, you know, in the original sixty six, sixty seven mm -hmm. Star Trek. Uh, they but they, they appeared kind of, in a few. They they actually were not that big of a presence. There's only a few Romulans, Romulan yeah. episodes. The the um. And uh, famously, the first episode of the Romulans, one of the Romulan characters mm -hmm. was uh, it was the guy who ended up playing Spock's dad. 
Ooh. Yeah, Mark, is it Mark Leonard? Yeah. But he's, Ooh. yeah, in that first Romulan episode, it's like, yeah. It, it's Spock's dad, actually. <laughs> but it's not Spock's dad. He's just a Romulan guy. It's the one where they, they, yeah. they go out and they do something and they, it's kind of a run silent, run deep. The Romulan marauder mm. comes out with the cloaking device and they That's get in right. a big battle. Yeah, with the Enterprise and the Romulans like out uh, in the neutral zone or out there, and then there's the one where Kirk goes into the neutral zone. Yeah, um, on secret orders, but violates the neutral zone, and they mm. they they he goes to the sick bay and gets makeup to look like a Romulan, mm. and then he meets the Romulan lady. Mm. There's that one. So yeah. those are two original series episodes. That I'm aware of that are major Romulan gotcha. ones, and I'm trying to think if there were any others. They may have been mentioned a few times. Should look that up. Mm-hmm. So they're really not that many Romulan sort of. Yeah, okay. Because they're it. Oh. So all of that original Star Trek, which is tying into whatever's going to happen with this Discovery show, because it takes place like supposedly ten years before the events of the Enterprise and all that, mm-hmm. but. You know, the idea of the original Star Trek is the, both the Klingons and the Romulans, we have neutral zones with both of those folks, and there's a detente and a Cold War. A DMZ. Yeah, 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 exactly. The Romulans very much so, and we don't know what's going on so much with the Romulans other than if you cross the neutral zone, you know, you might encounter them. The Klingons, same deal, although uh, there's the frontier where we encounter the Klingons. Yeah more often like on planets where it's like oh we've came as the federation we want you to join the planets well the klingons already got here look you know and then it's like i dream of genie's dad yeah so literally (laughs) because the guy the actor who played the dad on i dream of genie famously played one of the really good klingon general kang Kang, i think Kang? kang yeah think so mm, and yeah. they actually reprised his role in the next generation really put the makeup on oh yeah some of those klingons they actually the actors got to play mm. klingons later in the next generations in deep space nine with the well, makeup cool. and yeah gotcha yeah gotcha. so there's there's continuity there right with yeah. those folks okay so yeah i've always got these questions these these star trek questions that's going on i know, it, you it's, know? it's it's um and I'm I'm like I'm I'm real good at this, but not so good. I mean, you you realize? I, I mean, I can I can. Oh, look at that! Oh. I can I can say this stuff to yeah. you. Yeah. And I can sound like I'm knowledgeable about Star Trek. And you're like, oh yeah, this is this is because I've watched the. I, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's always someone like say go to a Star Trek convention or something, and maybe they're dressed like Worf, a Trekophile. Yeah. And it's like hands down you will never like you could play super trivia jeopardy with that person about star trek and it's like you yeah. forget about it like among normal people people would say hey you're a fan you know a lot about this star trek it's like not as much as that that person will quote line and episode number and what year it aired i mean it's like that you know what i'm saying right yeah, yeah what yeah. i call the super fan oh yeah yeah and i i i'm I can be one step removed from that. I, mm. I think at some point I just I just use the internet, you know. Gotcha. But I was gonna <sighs> balance of terror mm. is uh, is one of the uh, the yeah Mark Leonard playing, and I believe that's the first Romulan 
episode of the original Star Trek Balance of Terror. Um, what I do, okay. if you really are, and I think this is really fun, if you're really into the Star Trek, mm-hmm. and you're like, you, you're sitting here and you're thinking, those Romulans, I kind of dig the Romulans. Yeah. And yeah. I always actually did dig them, because they're more mysterious than, yeah. the, than the Klingons. They were yeah. like, what's up with the they're Romulans? Just, I mean, yeah, yeah, they had a lot of plot lines with the Klingons, mm-hmm. but... The Romulans, you're right. They were mysterious. They'd come in and they would. Where know, the hell did you? Guys or they come would from? reference them from time to time, yes, and you're yes. like, "What's going on?" The neutral zone. Yeah. The Romulans. So okay. I want to know the backstory to the Romulans. It's all there. It's yeah. all there. I'm gonna Jason. check it out when I get. It's all there. there. Here's what you do. Yeah. And this is the great thing. If you like like the Romulans or the Klingons or whatever, you Google Romulan episodes Star Trek. Just put that mm. in Google, and then go down, and you will find. Like websites, uh, there's a memory uh, alpha and memory beta, which is the Wikipedia's of for Star Trek and all that. Yeah. You will find then listings from the original series. You you can find them in time, so you could Enterprise Star Trek Enterprise was the first in time of the Star Trek series. It happens before Kirk and mm-hmm. Spock and everything, like a hundred years ish before ish. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Um, so you could see it chronologically, like where on Enterprise we encounter the Romulans, and then you get origin stories and stuff. Or you could just do it on when they appeared, like in the original series. But they'll give you every episode from every season of every Star Trek show. Mm. And then you could watch through the story arc. People have put together DVD sets. There is actually used to be DVD sets where you could go buy the people put together the the Klingon story arc, the Romulan story arc, and it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really fun because you actually end up finding like uh, and go, well, this and this, and then the original series, and it's like, and then you get an origin. You're like, oh, now I get it. Why the Romulans are doing this or that? I don't know. Right. I'm gonna have to put that in the queue. Yeah. I, I'm binging right now. Uh, old hee haw. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> old Hee-Haw, old Star Hee-Haw. Trek, which actually I'm, well, hand in hand back in the '60s when you were well, on te- television. I'm on. Right? I'm on right now. I'm on this. Uh, I I'm, recommend a little Dragnet along with oh, that. Oh, Jack Webb, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm on. I'm on this whole thing of uh, Buck Owens and the Bakersfield yeah. Sound, right? Yeah, and so that's why he started watching. Ch- There's Roy Clark, Roy Clark, yeah. and uh, Buck Owens, and Buck Owens, Man, Grand, they were, Grandpa they were, Jones, Mini Pearl. They were bad, yeah. bad, bad. Bad man. They were, I was going to say bad something, which is what we say bad when man. someone's really a good player. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. bad mama jamma. Yeah, they were, yeah. they were something else. Yeah, no, I just, because I, it is, uh, all stemmed out of watching this, uh, um, documentary on Netflix on, uh, country music. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've always been intrigued by the non Nashville set. Like, yeah, like the Bakersfield, the, the Bakersfield crowd. Right? Bakersfield, Bakers, can't even speak. Bakersfield, California. Right, and so uh, of course I got you know Buck Owens. What Buck Owens? At my, at my age, what do I know Buck Owens from? Yeehaw. Yeah. So I'm gonna check out Yeehaw. Well, so. they, yeah, they when they do like a musical kind of thing. Yeah. Roy Clark and Buck Owens. It was pretty. 
Yeah, people see these guys, the yeah. two guys in overalls. Like yeehaw, country music, uh, but uh, yeah, hey. check it out. There's some real music, right? Because they saw them there, as entertainers, folks. right? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, there's those guys in their overalls. They're entertainers. They're mm-hmm. not musicians. But <laughs> Buck Owens and his Buckaroos oh, they, and Roy Clark, musicians. man, they yeah. were they were world class musicians, and they they got down. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, and the cool thing about it is it's totally glossed over today. I mean, folks, if you want to have some fun, go back and watch uh, Old Hee But uh, they would jam with, like, the major peeps at the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I saw this one that, that they're sitting around, and they're kind of, you can tell it's kind of, not, it's kind of an improv, kind of not, because, you know, it's TV and stuff. But uh, them and Conway Twitty. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. I mean, these guys get to like play with you know the in the '70s, the creme de la creme of the country music world, the Loretta Lynns, the Dolly Partons, the Conway Twitties, the Willie Nelsons, Dolly the Parton. Waylon Jennings, the Johnny Cashes, you know. And uh, I just, I just, you know, I remember my parents watching that show when I was young. You know, oh where, oh where are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? Remember that? I searched the world over and thought I found true love. You met another and you were gone. You guys, you guys remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah that was great, man. Or they'd say it's some name of some town, you know, a population of 548, and they'd all yell, salute. Anyway. And this all stemmed off a Bakersfield sound thing. I see. I go off on tangents, folks. I'll sit there and something will pique my interest. Next thing you know, I'm going far and wide off to the left and right looking at stuff to where I've now, you know, ensconced in hee-haw. But, hey, it's what I do. I'm trying to look up the famous duo, but I can't. Country music? Yeah, country my, music my, duo. Well, the picking guys. Like Roy, I'm picking like, and I'm grinning. Like Roy Clark and yeah. uh, and Buck Owens, but these were the other guys, the, the Scruggs and whatever. I can't remember their name. God, Earl Scruggs. They're, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. See, you throw that out there. I I, I gotta prepare. I need notes. For gosh sakes, Scruggs and yeah, yeah, those guys. Whatever. Like like I, I'm sorry. There's no brain cells left today. It's Friday, yeah, and it's it's kind of raining Earl's, too, which is we like the rain because of the forest fires. I remember the Earl Scruggs, but I don't. Yeah, know. Earl Scruggs, that's his name. You know, and the uh, Thanks. the old uh, you know the Carter family. Yeah, you know that uh, uh, that's just the stuff that I uh, uh, history historical Earl stuff. Earl Scruggs, I what the heck? Get down because they they did a whole bunch of stuff together. Yeah. You Foggy know, Mountain Breakdown. Yes, Foggy that Mountain Breakdown. That was the one. Uh, but who the hell was the other guy? <laughs> you, know, you know, one of the... It kills me. One of the coolest team-ups that's not hee-haw, by the way, so I, so I digress, but uh, is um, uh, Lead Belly and, and Woody Guthrie. Mm-hmm. And you would think, why on earth would they team up with Lead Belly and Woody Guthrie? That's... You know, yeah, but not so far. Not so far as you would think when you understand uh, the old. Uh, That's all more the kind of that sound, but also the bluegrass. Yep. Oh, I mean, coming out of the of course, you know, of course, Lead Belly story coming out of Angola State Prison knew all the old uh, 
the Is old it Flat and Scruggs. Yeah, is that who I'm thinking of? Foggy Mountain and Foggy Mountain Boys. Flat yeah. and Scruggs. Flat and Scruggs. That's who I'm thinking of. Right. Flat and Scruggs. These are like the original, the original guys. I don't know if I yeah. dare, dare I dare I give you a little a little Flat and Scruggs. There she is. Yeehaw! Yeah. But listen to the talent of that. I mean, they're oh, yeah. just getting down, man. And uh, yeah, they were kind of like they were kind of like a the country version of like bebop, you know? Right. <laughs> like, like you, you take in a whole different other universe. You got Dizzy Gillespie and yeah. uh, and uh, Charlie Parker doing you know, doing sax and trumpet and doing a whole different thing in music. Right. Um, right, right. So you have like uh, Mozart or whatever doing the harpsichord, credenzas, and then you got flat and scratch, the bluegrass, the heavy bluegrass mm-hmm. thing, right? It's all kind of, in a way, kind of a virtuosic, yeah, kind of a music. Yeah. Before I forget the last Mars thing, back to life on Mars. Mm-hmm. Flattened Scruggs, Life on Mars. Do very, very a banjo like a like. Here comes curiosity. Yeah. All of a sudden, there it is. There's like Marvin the Martian. You know, straight out of Deliverance, right? <laughs> right. They're sitting on some deserted planet with the yeah, you, you know, in their rocking chairs and uh, the jugs with the with the X's on them. You know, yes. and they're wouldn't that be awesome? Like it would be like. Now we know where life did come from. <laughs> it's like David Lynch could pull that oh, off. Oh yeah, totally. He could pull that off. Totally. Yeah, because you know, the, you know, but a lot of people. But it snows don't... on Mars. That's what I yeah would say after we got on the tangent. That was the other big news about you're talking about Boron stuff. Uh, yeah. The uh, the other headline uh, that came out just like a few weeks ago was that they actually had the snowing on Mars, like it snowflaking. So that's, that's awesome. pretty. I mean, yeah. Well, they didn't know for sure, but it, it it's like that's what it looks again, like. Where there's water, where it's snowing, yeah. where there's boron, <laughs> where there's you could have banjos, you could, it could. <laughs> and jugs with X's and oh, that could be great. Oh, we're man. talking alien hee-haw. I know, right? That could be fantastic. I, I dude, I could, I could. Wait a minute, I jam. Wait a minute, that reminds me that there is a musical instrument in here. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah! That's I'm right, ready. musical yeehaw. I'm ready. I'm Do ready some finger tapping. I don't know anything. <laughs> oh, that sounds familiar. That sounds really familiar. <laughs> I don't really play this. Yeah. This is my show and tell. That's awesome. I got this. I got this at the garage. So, Doc, let's do a little background. What is that you're holding? This is an ovation. Mm-hmm. Shellback. There's actually a, a hidden little serial number in the thing. Gotcha. And I went online, and there's a whole list of serial numbers for these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, um, 1974, ovation. It's a little beat up. It. it uh, someone smashed. That's well, all right. It's got some roadware on it. Someone smashed the the top here Uh-oh. and so it was glued back together maybe not so well but i mean it's gonna hold up yeah so you know garage sale but pff, yeah, it's classic it actually sounds very good this is an ovation mm. they started making these in the 60s yeah this is a fiberglass back yeah and then the rest is guitar 
And Glenn Campbell made yeah. this famous. Yeah. Uh, Hart, all the great musicians when they play acoustic guitars, uh, starting back in the 70s and through the 80s, they'd pick up an ovation because the reason is the design of this makes the thing really loud the and acoustics, proud. Right. The acoustics are actually very good because, you know, and if you think about it, I was like, oh, that's not really a guitar. It's not the boxy black thing. But think about like a violin or a cello or whatever. They're curved, aren't they? Yeah. In the back, they're yeah. curved, yeah. and the classic guitar is not. So I don't know the people mm. at Ovation, American made. Here, you, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. I ain't playing it because I can't really play the guitar. Here, I. You, you, you know what I do? You know what I do? Yeah. I, I, I. I look. Ooh, there's the Batman. Hold on here. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta adjust. Look, I got a pink. Do you play it? Very, very crap. Probably better than me. Very I was going to learn a few chords. No, so here's here's not what happens. Yeah. I, I I I I I write music and stuff. Yeah. And so sometimes I I'll pick up. Uh, it's like oh I need a guitar part. So what I'll do is mm-hmm. I I mainly play the drums. Yeah. I can play the keyboards. Master right here. percussionist. And then uh, yeah and and then I can play I can play a bass I can play a bass uh-huh. okay. Uh, but anyway, what I'll do is like like that one song, that rock and roll song. It's like, well, I've got some guitar ideas in my head. So yeah. I'll pick up the guitar, dial in the sound I want, and then teach myself the part I want to play for right. the song. Right. So that's how it goes. So <laughs> I know it's horrible. We are going to get a musical guest on the show, dude. We got it. Yeah, this is not going to work. No, I know. But, uh, uh, it sounds great, though. It does sound great. You play like a chord. Well, <laughs> that's not so great. That's not so great. Yeah. But, I mean, it does sound, it, it, yeah, they sound real good. I'll tell, tell you what, sometime I'll bring in the bass. Oh, we'll see, that's down. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yes, I can't we'll play. Do our, we'll do our own version of Foggy Mountain I was just doing stupid stuff like. Right. Deep in the woods where Jason there you is go. good. Straight out of the southeast Portland. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, that was stupid. Hey. Anyway. Musical interlude. Yes. Why we'll, not? We'll work something up. This is why I record. Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, I played. You know, this is like, hey, let's go get the band together. Let's get the band back together. I'll man. play a little drums or whatever. Or sure. Maybe I could. Pick up the bass a little bit for you, sure. a little keyboards, whatever. You know that's fine, but I mean, if, when it comes to actually putting together the music and playing guitars and things like that, that's why I have the recording studio stuff because I can hit the button, right? Play it exactly the way I want to play it, right? And then if I screw it up, I can do it again and again and again until I get it right. Exactly. So, and yeah. again, I just I'll 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 come up with a part maybe on the keyboard or whatever. It's like mm, I have something in my head and the guitar, and I will just pick it up and figure it out. Yeah, I, I never write down anything. It's it's usually yeah. and well, I do write down stuff too. I I, 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 I generally I, I should, yeah. but I don't. I mean, I, I actually yeah. was doing that because it was like, okay, what is this? I'm playing this keyboard part, which I know what all the music is and i'll write yeah it out and then i'll be like okay now what let me go find the notes on the bass here you know or the 
yeah, guitar. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to learn a little more on the guitar. I mean, I'm terrible. I mean, I'm not going to play leads or anything or whatever. Yeah. But a few, like, spa- I don't know. It, yeah. it, it works for me. I'm so rudimentary now. I yeah. mean, the fingers just can't. It's the worst. Can't do. That's yeah. that's why I went to bass, because I just yeah. can't. Well, and for me, bass is all right. Because... They're like sausage fingers. I can't. Yeah, I you know. know. But for me, bass is cool, because I, uh, uh, I'm the drummer. So yeah. it's like pretty much my number one bass, you know. It's the rhythm section. Is, is like, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be real tight, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool if you can play the drums and bass and lay down a rhythm track. Yeah. in studio yeah, yeah. where it's like boy the bass and drums are pretty on top of each other it's like yeah same guy <laughs> he, he knows what he's playing on the drums so he knows what he's playing on the bass right, right? Yeah. Like, dude, dude, you know yeah i've been i've been so. messing around uh the last couple weeks uh i have uh i pulled out uh one of my little amplifiers is a mm-hmm. uh is a line six uh uh spider and it's got uh a, a bunch of these onboard little um it's like it's it's a, it's a mini uh, it's a mini effects pedal built into the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I've been doing is since uh, I gotten rid of the getting rid I've gotten rid of the guitars. All I have is a bass now. But one of the features on it, bless their heart, they put it on there was it was a uh, octave uh, pitch equalizer. In other words, when you do the root chord, it'll actually make it. It'll actually produce a sound that's exactly one octave higher in the same. So you get the bass sound. You kind of get this quasi distortion of uh, of uh, the the uh, regular, you know, the regular guitar. And so I've been messing around with that, and uh, it's it's kind of fun to. Uh, I I totally understand now why guys turn into real um, huge. Like real audiophiles, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's funny. It's not funny, haha. But it's funny and fun manipulating the uh, the different uh, textures of sound and stuff. And just I don't know. It's, it's well, weird. that's what I like to do. Like I did. Uh, I don't know. I did this one um, right, and I textured a few guitars. And I have mm. this this old eighties Ibanez. Japanese electric, which yeah. I, got, I got for free. Like, yeah. I, I don't, like, go out and buy expensive. It's like, ooh, here's a garage. Here's, here's a, how much? You know, well, it's yeah. all beat up. Okay. It's still an ovation. It still looks good. Like, still looks good. Yeah, you know. Still sounds I mean, good. There, there was not. Yeah. I mean, I actually traded it for some stuff that I was selling, too. Mm. I was like, I was like, oh, is that an ovation? Yeah, I'll take that. It'll still right. sound good. You know, the, the Ivan is a guy gave it to me. Yeah. For storing his guitars in my house, he's like, "Oh, here, you want you you like that? I don't. Want, I got my other one." <laughs> he was a guitar player. I was like, "Sure, free." As Tom says, "Free is a it's very, very good, good price." price yeah. But like, I'll do like some textured things, which reminds me, we got one more thing to do here. But okay. I'll do like uh, I don't know if this is. Ooh, see, and that's a guitar with a tremolo and a, actually. I don't know if you can hear it, but that's my fretless bass, which is like the one I prefer to play. Good lord. So anyway, so that's kind of what I do in the studio. Yeah, yeah. on finishing up you know that the music good. is done oh but, my gosh you know that but that's kind of like what like that's the extent of my guitar playing is like yeah. kind of like textures and stuff yeah. it's like oh i kind of want this it's I like mean, a 
That that vibe right there. It's got a uh, wider shade of pale vibe. Oh, really? Yeah, I just when I hit that, like never thought about that. But but yeah, I you guess skip the light fandango. Kind of the, the little guitar lead in there with the yeah. openish guitar. Ooh, moody bluesish too. Yeah, actually, you know, and the ending huh. is too. The ending does kind of have a moody blues. It does. It kind of has that. Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I gotta finish I it. Know. The vocals. The vocals are waiting to get done, mm. and then it's done. There the song's pretty much done. It's like lyrics written it's, yet. Uh, pretty much, yeah. About, I'd say about 80-90%. There you go. Yeah. I mean, there's there's another thing. You want, you want to talk about guitar playing? Mm. Let's talk about lyric writing. Ooh. Oh, that's my favorite part. Yeah, uh, not it. me. Yeah. I mean, I know, I, I know, you know, it's like anything. I know good lyrics when I see them, and I like them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, come out of those and you start the head. You know, I'm the producer kind of guy. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. the guy, I'm really a producer kind of a guy. I mean, I can play these instruments and things, and I can put together things. But I'm like the producer. Let's piece this all together and make song, you know. And then it's like, you know, it's like, oh, are you a poet, <laughs> Jim Morrison? Come here, <laughs> sing something on this, you know. You know right. what you're doing with your poetry, right? Um, yeah. You know that sort of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, you can't be everything. Yeah, I guess you can, but I, I am just out of a necessity. Ch- channel your inner Dylan. Yeah. And we heard, we heard uh, uh, yeah. uh, right before we did the thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I'll play it at the end. I, I guess what we're doing is we're pulling out, and we're still trying to figure out this thing with your song. And I still don't. I'm not gonna. We won't talk about that now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. but uh, we've been pulling out old tunes. And I played one in the preview. Mm. One of my first pop songs. Yeah. That I wrote. Uh, kind of pop rock songs, one of the early ones. Yeah, uh, it's hard to tell. Sometimes they're probably. I, I'd say it was probably my first one as a solo artist, like like mm. as opposed to a collaborator. Yeah, like because when I was in school, when I was a kid in school, I ended up with a friend of mine was a guitar player. We would collaborate, and there I was more a lyricist, and he was like mm. writing the songs on his guitar. Yeah, and yeah. then we piece them the rest of it together and then yeah, after sure. that i kind of started doing my own material yeah <laughs> i don't know right mm. yeah so Interesting. I, I keep digging stuff out there you go but out yes. of the vaults yeah yes. we we play we yes we played a song called oh, you're gonna love this mm-hmm. we could journey higher Wicked journey higher. We, we, you we, and I. We can journey. We, we can we journey. We can journey higher. I know the lyrics are really yeah. something else. Excellent. Yeah, it was. And it, we. Do you have anything we can sample here? Because now, now I'm intrigued. Well, we we were playing it earlier. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I have one more thing that we have to do before we go because I promised on the Twitter. Okay. Yeah, we were we were listening to it earlier. I mean, I can. I could. I remember you were like, "Ooh, here we'll get your reaction here." Mm. So this is. I can't remember. So that was before that. So I want to say 1980, yeah. 81, 80, No, eighty-two, eighty-two. Probably. Uh-huh. I think it might have been eighty-two. Okay. Summer okay. of eighty-two. Now I probably wrote this song in eighty-one ish or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is back in the day. Here's the thing about today. Kids write a song. Mm-hmm. You've got your computers, your internet. You can yeah. Yeah. song, like yeah. professionally produced. Not in my day. 
Yeah. It was like you'd have a cassette deck and crappy mics, yep. and we would go scour the garage sales and stuff for tape decks and right. equipment yeah. so we could record our crappy little songs in high school yeah. and make them try to sound halfway decent right. with drums and bass and stuff. Nowadays, you don't have... It was you, all analog, man. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that nowadays. Yeah. You're yeah. lucky. It's lucky. It's great, you know? Yeah. You got all this stuff. I mean, MIDI keyboards didn't exist. None, none of that stuff right. existed, like, beforehand. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I writing songs on a computer didn't exist you know so uh so yeah so probably 81 or so so if you got a setup like you set up your space right Mm -hmm. and with recording gear and gear like basses and drums and microphones you would do that Mm -hmm. and you know let's record some of the songs we have that we wrote back here and try to make them sound Sort of okay. Sure. And they, mm, varying mm. degrees, they were on sets. But yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, uh, yeah. There was this one. The, okay. the, uh. This is great. Yeah, it's a little. See? I uh, didn't clean it up. Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the 80s, man. Oh, cowbell. Oh, yes. I didn't course. notice that the first time around. And of course, the recording. Cruising down like oh, yes. sunny. Oh, there's Hollywood and Vine right there. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I did anything with this, uh, like if I could remaster it or something. Anyway. I know, I know. I love it, man. This is get the it's like a YNT vibe, uh I'm singing harmonies on this. Kinda great. I hear some Greg Kinn in this, too. Yes. Probably Greg Kinn, for sure. Actually, I think he was really big at the time, so... Anyway. We can can journey higher. Okay. (laughs) Enough of that. Taking a trip down Amnesia Well, I put that... Yeah, I'm trying to... I, I, you know, I don't have all the time in the world here, but uh, I'm trying to actually take those. It would be nice to take those tapes and clean them up a yeah. little bit, you yeah. know. But that's like a fully written song. Even I even copyrighted that. So now I've just violated my own copyright <laughs> for that song. <laughs> Officially, like I have the, you'd send it away to the government and then they'd send yeah. you a piece of paper back that saying hey that's yours was important back then yeah. not so much now but uh yeah, yeah it was a uh, yeah and and it was a uh, i obviously i was not playing the guitar on that the, mm. and i was not singing the lead vocal on that either which right. at that time was probably better but i was singing the, the harmony <laughs> right background you know <sighs> wine women and song the life and times of Duck Normal. Hey, there's, your, there's your memoir mm-hmm. right there. Pretty yeah. much, pretty I much. Like, I like it. Well, what's life all about, right? But I mean, it's it's about living and good, loving. Living, loving. She's such. What's <laughs> it, Led Zeppelin? Ooh, I, I never mind. Good times, bad times. Oh no, I'm living. Boom, loving. Boom, okay. Boom, 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 boom. We have a quiz, and I'm going to see here. See, look, now we're over. We've wasted all this time, valuable Oops. time. 
Uh, if you have anything left to say, final nope, I'm final good. thoughts. I'm uh, good. Jason, do you need? No, I sent out a quiz. Yeah, I teased a quiz, and I should check on the Facebook to see if if there's uh, anything going on with that. Probably not. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't see it. Okay. So, Jason. Yes. Quiz time. Okay. And I'm going to give this to you right now. Rapid fire. Yeah. Here it is. Here's Newsbox's quiz. Let me try to bring this up here. Okay. It's a good one. <laughs> I got to get my thinking cap on. I'm tired. I'll try to I'll try to put it up here. Okay. So today's quiz, I put a quiz. Quiz. Here it goes. Okay. We need Oh, see we need the music. Dun, 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 dun. Right, something, right. something like bong, Jeopardy. Bong, bong, are you, are you bong, ready? Bong, yeah, I'll, I'll try. Ready? Okay. 1861 to 1862. Um, 1993 to 1994. 2001 to 2004. 2017 to... I mean, current, current time, 2017. 18. The question once again is... And folks, if you're out there, message us. We'll yeah. see if anyone gets this online. Yeah. The quiz is 1861 to 1862, 1993 to 1994, 2001 to 2004, and 2017, and beyond. Mm, drawing a blank. I know you are. 1861, it's Civil War. Um, All of these dates have one thing in common, one significant historical facet. And I can bring in, uh, it is a U- United States of America specific question. <laughs> okay, let's get the wheels growing. Yeah, keep your eyes closed. Now. No looking at the monitor because I'll bring mm-hmm. it up. Okay. It just struck me because I saw a photo. Very unique period in time. I'm trying I'm to draw a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Of course, then again, I've only the had answer, two, two hours so, of sleep. So. Yes, yeah, so you, you lose. Okay. The answer is, Jason, name the times of the most living presidents of the United States. So, in other words, oh. in other words, when... Were the, when did we have the most living presidents of the United States? Okay. 2017 <clears throat> is your key. Yeah. Is yeah. your key. Because... Oh, was it was this drawn out of the uh, Harvey commercial yes, they did? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. I saw the Harvey thing on Twitter. And then I went, now, aren't we at a time in history where we have the most living presidents? 39, mm-hmm. 41, I've got it right 42. here for you. Uh, so working backwards. And, and the number, and the, what is the number? What is the number? What do you mean? What, what is that number of the most living presidents? Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. There's uh, Carter. Uh, first <laughs> Counting Bush. on the fingers. Yeah, yes. Carter, Bush, first Bush, Clinton, Second Bush, Obama. So f- what? Five. Well, and then you would include well, Trump, but the he's sitting president as well. But he's active. Right but you do now. right. But, but you include the living presidents, president, yeah. including the current president. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the number is six. Yeah. At no time in history have we had more than six living no, presidents sure. in time. Sure. Now, I was curious because I knew, I was like, we're in, a, in that time period where we, we have the most living presidents, right? And I looked yeah. it up, and sure enough, we do. But we've never gone more than six. And okay. I didn't realize it went back way back as 1861. Yeah, Buchanan. Um, yes. Who was the one before him? If you actually can go up to Wikipedia and they've got a nice chart. Uh, it was the uh, f- the eighteen sixty one to eight March fourth eighteen sixty one to January eighteenth eighteen sixty two, and it was uh, on the inauguration of Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, eight, ten, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Wow! Uh, for three hundred and twenty days, and of course, ended on the assassination. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Buchanan is in there. They don't get, well, they don't give you the list of, of folks. You have to go look up all those presidents. Polk? James Polk? I think so, yes. I think Polk is in there. So I did not realize that during Lincoln's time that we had six living presidents who had been president. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, were alive. So that was li- back to Lincoln, 1861, 1862. Yeah. Uh, then, it, then it, after that, then it. Ramps 93, up to, 94, right? Right. And that's that, what, uh, that's uh, got to be what Nixon, Ford, yep. um, Carter. That that was on the first inauguration of Bill Clinton. Yeah. Was when we Reagan had six, was gone by then, I believe. I think, I think he passed away no, from. He was, he was still, still alive, alive, huh? Nope, he's part of it. One year and 92 days wow. that lasted. That was 37, okay. 38, 39, 40, 41, and 42. So wow. that would have been Nixon. Yeah. That would have been Ford, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Carter, Bush, Reagan, Bush, and Clinton. And Clinton. Yeah, that's six. Yeah, and that ended on the death of Richard Nixon. There you go. In ninety four, Nixon passed away before uh, yes. Uh, Reagan. Yes, in ninety four, nineteen ninety four. Mm, okay. Uh, actually, it was uh, April twenty second, nineteen ninety four, that Richard Nixon passed away. Tricky did. Um, yeah. So that was six. And then uh, not long after, 2001 through 2004, mm-hmm. we had, uh, again, three years and 137 days. Three years we had six living presidents, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, and 43. Mm. And that ended on the death of Ronald Reagan. Right. Remember, Reagan okay. died June 5th, That's 2004. Right. He was just out of public light because of the uh, That's Alzheimer's. right. You think, you think of Reagan actually passing away sooner yeah. in the 90s, but he had the Alzheimer's and he just was not seen publicly but it was not that i remember the funeral yeah like it seemed like it was like rather recent but that was uh yes the uh and that was the um that was the first inauguration of george w bush so if you remember that was during the Mm. w bush yeah, you know, kind of post nine eleven era, and then you remember after a few years after nine eleven, they did the remember. I remember the the funeral. Yeah, live on television, Nancy Reagan and yes. W. Bush and That's all right. of them all there out in was it Santa Barbara or Ooh. wherever it was out there in Cal. It was in California. Yeah, I, I think you may be right. I think it, yeah, it was California. I remember some... it vividly. I remember that. That, yeah. that funeral. I'm all Nixoned up now, so I, San Clemente. Yeah, Hillary, Hillary Clinton was there. I remember. Yeah. I remember she was there. All, all, everyone. You know, I and Bill uh, was there too. Uh, so read, yeah, I read, I read a book not too long ago, and did you know 
that a uh, in 1843, I want to say 43 or 46, I can't remember, but uh, a uh, very young Abraham Lincoln, when he did his very first stint in the House of Representatives, uh, he came in and literally, who did he see? John Quincy Adams. Mm-hmm. Quincy Adams is like the McCain of today. He yes, was, what, yes. 80, 81 years yes, old? Yes, he was. He was. And uh, I always thought, oh, my God. I mean, here's the guy that's the now, son what, of one of the founding. What year was this? 1840. Oh, okay. That's got to be about, I, 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 I want to say 1843, but that may be a little early. Uh, but, yeah, he, uh, of course, you know, semi-famously, uh, John Quincy, uh when he had his failed stroke, is right mm-hmm. there on the floor of the House of Representatives. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so Lincoln, you know, Lincoln uh, witnessed that. He was there for that. Now, it always wondered me, because we talk about past presidents and stuff like that. I mean, what a huge gap. Here's the guy that goes on to become president, you know, through the Civil War. And here's John Quincy Adams, literally the kid of founding father John Adams. Uh, and John Quincy, of course, was the president, too. And after that, he... Uh, one of the few ex-presidents that went back into government and was a uh, in the House of Representatives, but mm-hmm. um, it, it, very interesting. So after Reagan died, we went down to five living presidents. Yeah, and then we dipped down to four living presidents. Uh, Gerald Ford died Ford a couple of years later uh, right. in two thousand and six, and we were down to Permission. four. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then uh, on the first inauguration of Barack Obama, we had five. And then, of course, we had six, yeah. uh, which is uh, Trump. And we have uh, both Bushes, as you said, both Bushes. Mm-hmm. Carter, yep. who's he's he's very old, but he was he was looking like really 90 good. 90 now, and he looks fo- good. He looked good in the photos. Yeah. Well, if you're out there building those uh, Habitat for Humanity houses with a hammer in your hand, it's keeping you, keeping you active. Young, yeah. yeah, good for him. Um, and then, of course, Clinton and um, and Obama. Right. And they did the hurricane thing. Here's something interesting, Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we did is, is occasionally in history we dropped down to one living president. Mm. Of course, the first time would have been 1789 to 1797. When old George went. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, George Washington. But as recently as... 1973 and 1974, one living president. Um, After Johnson died. Gerald Ford. That, that doesn't make any sense. 73? Well, no, 74. Death uh, of Lyndon B. Johnson, inauguration of... Oh, right. And so that would have been Nixon. Yeah. That was in 37. That was Nixon. And then that ended with the inauguration of Gerald Ford, Ford after right. Watergate. Yeah. Because uh, Truman had died... Uh, well, Johnson died in 73, so that's when... So we had Eisen... There was a, I remember this, too, briefly. We had Eisenhower died in 69, mm-hmm. and they had a big... They had a big one for Eisenhower. Yeah. And uh, Nixon was uh, in, in office, and they had a big, yeah. like, the... I mean, because he was General Eisenhower, President Eisenhower. They, yeah. they, I'm sure you could find it on YouTube. They had, like, the big procession with the casket with the horse drawn the case on, all yeah. through all through Washington DC I mean it was yeah. color guards and stuff you know I mean I mean I, I right. think with just the fact that he was not only president but general Eisenhower uh, so that was 69 and that was a live televised event mm-hmm. and then I didn't realize this Truman died in 72 
Yeah, he lived uh, lived longer he than lived Eisenhower. Lived a ripe old age. Yeah, and then yeah. Johnson died in seventy three, and I remember that it was like it seemed like presidents, everyone was dying. Yeah, a lot of people in my family were dying too. It was a weird period. Yeah, why are you so weird? Death. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so uh, so Johnson died not long after he he kind of ended his presidency and wouldn't run again Lyndon Baines yeah and then yeah. uh and then after that uh, Nixon became president and he was the only living president yeah so that's in recent times yeah so we'll, we'll see how actually there is a photograph right here as a matter of fact I didn't realize of the uh of the living of the current oh no this is yeah no no they're all here the, the, the gang's all here one two three Four, five, and well, uh, you would you would again add Trump as yeah. sitting president right now, uh, which would make it six. Right. So, um, uh, and uh, I don't. When was this taken? Uh, it doesn't say. I don't have the metadata there. I think that was taken a few years ago. Right. Uh-huh. Maybe inauguration because uh, H. Bush, I know, is in a wheelchair. Yes. Now, yeah. And he was looking as good, but. Carter, Carter, yeah, is in the 90s. And Carter's looking good, man. Yeah. That's okay. Like I said, hammer yeah. in your hand, building those habitats for humanity, building those 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 things for the folks who need houses. Yeah. That's all right. I always like Carter about that. That's always, I don't know. Yeah, he's one of those guys who got maligned as president. Yeah. But uh, went on to be very, I mean, very successful. Yeah. I mean, he was he he has turned into quite the altruistic statesman. You know? Literally, the Habitat for Humanity yeah. stuff. Like literally, like pictures of him actually out there building the houses. Yep. Yeah. You know, you gotta admire that. That's kind of the way it goes. Well, I don't know. Uh, don't know if there's anything else breaking. <laughs> that I, I think everyone's just bracing for that next storm, and hopefully, yeah. If there's a news dump, it'll be around. Uh, yeah. About an hour from now. I, yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any resignation Karnak news this week. I think there's. <laughs> I think there's enough going on. It's weird because it was the yeah. short holiday week, and I think everyone's recovering from it. Although we were here on Monday, we were. So yeah, well, other people slept. Yes, we were on the job. Not only that, we were on the job with a guest. Yeah. So I mean, we we uh, uh, we did a yeoman's job. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I think I'm going to say let's uh, well wow brace yourselves I guess just uh, be safe out there. That's right, right? You know, and we'll be back on Monday. Uh, it sounds like we might have a guest. Yep, Ed Devito, and uh, he'll be calling in nine thirty. Yeah, just take care. No more Aura things. I'm going to put the highlight out there yeah. of the Aura. That was just she was just great. It was fascinating. Was just, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Say, stay safe, everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a big uh, Ducks game this weekend? Big, huge duck game. Okay, well. uh, tomorrow, uh, Oregon takes on Nebraska. Oh, and, uh, who's going to win that su- one? Subplot, ooh, that's a you pick em. Uh Subplot okay. of that game is, of course, the uh, coach of Nebraska is the old Oregon State coach, Mike oh. Riley. So Riley comes back, and uh, uh, we get to see uh, how... Gotcha. Um, how successful Willie Taggart's new uh, new staff and team is going to do? They look pretty sharp against uh, Southern Utah, but then again, it was Southern this is Utah. Big game, game. that's big tomorrow. Game. Big game tomorrow. Yep. All right, you got it, folks. S- South Florida, Florida, stay safe, folks. Come back to us on Monday, and uh, 
We will give you uh, we will give you chuckles in time of calamity. We will, we will. And thanks, thanks, huge thanks have been going out to all those firefighters. Yeah, I, I saw a picture. Uh, Oregonian had a picture of a, a gal, eighteen years old. Yeah, resting on on the top of a truck. She was out there fighting the fires and stuff. Thank you all. That gives me folks. hope. It's a dangerous business, and I'm I'm just. Sounds like everyone's safe and still fighting those fires. That's the really important thing is even if you're out there fighting the fires, that they stay safe mm-hmm. and everyone comes back uh, safe and in one piece and and uh, praise those those folks. And a lot of them are young people yep. who are doing that and have the greatest admiration for them. So stay safe, everyone. Have a good weekend.